Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the guys. Thank you all so much for joining us for another podcast. For the best sporting event of the evening. No matter what's going on a few miles away from here, we thank you for being here tonight for this football game between Christian Eagles taking on Logos Prep Academy Lions from Sugarland, Texas. And this guy, how are you doing today? Doing, I, am happy, I am happy and excited to be here again. We are ready for some football fighters. The Friday night lights. We do this each and every weekend on Friday night under the bright lights. And it does not get any better than that. We are now squeezing the field box today. This is a small, this is a has a pretty small press box. We're going to make the best of it and we're going to get out here and give a best, best broadcast we can. So let's so recap last week, sir. Absolutely. Let's recap last week. Christian Eagles are coming today. Contest is 5-2 overall record. With a 4-2 record in conference play. They lost last week to the Warriors of Cypress Christian High School. Yeah. 
song.
And welcome back to Eagles Football on Gilford Mike Broadcast Network. Andre Davis, Kendall Cobb. And we're going to take this moment to thank our sponsors and supporters for today's broadcast. Again, yes, yes, sir. I want to thank uh, all the following sponsors who make this night possible. Hexair Comfort Solutions, Farmers Insurance out of the Hempstead location with Latanya Chapel, Bush's Chicken, Best Chicken in Brenham, Burger, Fences, Burger Fencing Landscaping and More, Mobius Cafe and Pizzeria out of Brenham, Auto Check and Auto Repair out of Spring, and Temple Refuge Ministry out of beautiful Prairie View, Texas. We'll be touching on each of those sponsors throughout the uh, broadcast tonight. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Mr. Cobb. As the Eagles will be kicking off first in today's game, back to receive the kick for the Lions will be number 12, Ethan Morgan, and number one, Travis Wolf. And so it looks like the Eagles are in their travel uh, white jerseys with their black pants and their black helmets with the uh, – with the with the eagle wings on there, so a snazzy look, nice looking. The uh, the Lions are dressed in their navy blue jerseys with white pants and navy blue helmets. I sincerely enjoy those uh, white jerseys that the Eagles wear. I sincerely do. You know, last week they came out and they kind of modified the jerseys wearing the pink uh, pink numbers yes, uh, in honor of Breast Cancer Month. As the kick is off, and it will go oh, out of wow. bounds. Wow. But not before going out the back of the end zone. There will be a flag on the play. You know, it, it was it was it was less than a, a football length away from actually being a touchback. But now they're gonna wow. But nonetheless, the Lions will start this game in pretty good field position. Ball should be up here at the forty. Forty. That's what I'm wondering but, what's going on. I'm not sure what's going on here, sir. Looks like they're going to have it at about the twenty at the twenty-five yard line. Hmm. Not sure what's going on with that. Nonetheless, the Eagles will have possession at the twenty-five yard line. They will be moving right to left. And he's going to hand this one off. Up the middle, and he's going to be mad at the line of scrimmage for a gain of about a yard on the play. That was number 33, Jonah Guerrero, on the rush for the Lions. Looks like the uh, Eagles got a pretty good push. So exactly in the backfield. Um, is that going to be a penalty against those guys? Yes, sir. So the penalty against the Lions will back them up 10 yards. The yeah, Eagles. I'm not sure why uh, the ball wasn't marked at 40 if it did go out of bounds prior to. Uh, not sure, but nonetheless, I'll take it. <laughs> the game continues. So what was first and 10 is now first and 20 for the Lions, moving right to left, 11.45 here in the first quarter. And he's going to do a quarterback draw up the middle, and he's going to be met at the line of scrimmage. No game, maybe a yard on the play. Yeah, host of uh, Eagles conversion on a quarterback play was going to slightly to his right. Maybe a two-hole, not much there. Um, they needed 20 yards. They got maybe maybe eight yards. Interesting to see if they're going to go with a pass here on second and long. Second and about 19 to be exact. As the Lions are going to go with an empty backfield setup. Number 12, Ethan Morgan at quarterback for the Lions. 
And Morgan's going to go with another quarterback draw, this time to the right side. And he's going to have a little bit of room. He's going to be knocked out of bounds at about the 26-yard line. Got like 10 yards, maybe 11. So it should be like third and nine. So it's still a long third down here. Still a long third down, Mr. Cobb, but he did gain a nice chunk of those yards back yes, sir. on that last play. Yes, sir, he did. So maybe that's the coach's uh, idea to let the quarterback do all the running, at least to start the game off. So third and nine for the Lions. And number 33, Jonathan Guerrero. Line up behind. Morgan, pistol formation, twin receiver setup. He's gonna he's gonna fake handoff to Morgan. He's gonna run to the left side, and he's gonna get past the 30, 35, past the 40, and he's gonna be brought down just shy of the 45 yard line. So, number so now I see why they're doing this. I mean, this uh, quarterback's quite shifty runner. I mean, he he's able to. Dip inside to cause the uh, defender to, to sit to make the play and then jump, jump right back outside, like a little stutter step deal. So, so far, it's been the quarterback, Ethan Morgan, on this opening drive for the Lions. As that last run will give them enough for a Lions first down. Ball at the 45-yard line. Lions moving right to left. 9.40 remaining here in the first quarter. Oh, this time, he's going to try to hang out the more. And a fumble on the play. Be, that might be a, But it was recovered by the Lions. Wow, the quarterback hands it off to the back, and somewhere in the course of their exchange, the ball just popped out immediately. So, And, you know, we say this all the time, Mr. Cobb, you have to put it in the bread basket. There you go, Mr. Davis. You're exactly back. right. That's, that's said for a reason. Put it in the basket. So that's going to back the Lions up two yards, second and 12. Pistol formation set up. Twin receivers to each side. Hands this one off, and he's met at the line of scrimmage. Gains about two yards on the play. That was 33, Jonathan Guerrero for the Lions. Yeah, good stop. It looks like um, we had Brayton Cubza and maybe Zach Clay in on that play. So good play on their part. Need a big, big stop from those big guys down low. Looks like the... Um, Lions have yet to throw a pass, have they? No, sir. Okay. No, sir. Just to the right for the Lions. They're going to go with an empty back setup. Morgan, drop back to pass, and he's going to air this one long downfield. And that pass is nearly intercepted. That was nearly intercepted by Brandon DeSoto. He um, read the ball well, uh, read the receiver. The receiver looked, uh, Brandon looks, and he elevates for the ball. Catch it at his highest point. A little off balance, so he wasn't able to elevate directly up. He was able to knock the ball down. And we're going to need that from Brandon DeSoto this entire ball game. Yes, sir. And they also need to look to really contain because this quarterback is quite elusive, as you see from his opening drive. I believe they subbed in their punter as we have fourth down and eight for the Lions. 8-11 remaining here in the first quarter. We are scoreless here in this ball game. Back to receive the punt for the Eagles will be number seven, Matthew Carroll. Oh. And they're going to go with a fake punt, but he oh, he's still on his feet. Still on his feet. And he's going to run to his left side. And oh, in the back. He gets a block in the back. And he's, gonna, he's still on his feet, still moving. And he will finally will be brought down deep in the backfield, but we do have flags on the play. 
two violations, sir. <laughs> as, as a, uh, the quarterback wore reverses field a la Marcus Allen in the Super Bowl. <laughs> he was, uh, there was a block, in the, two blocks in the back. So uh, that's not going to bode well for the Lions fans. Absolutely. So that will be a turnover on downs. The Eagles will have their first offensive possession with excellent, excellent field position. Okay, it looks like the uh, they can't they would decline. So Eagles will take over possession. Yes, sir. Smart call by Coach Lane and the staff. Yes, sir. Don't give them another crack at another. Down <laughs> we so, ever stop fourth and you know and two penalties. So fresh offensive possession for the Eagles, and, moving left to right. And tremendous field position as they're about the thirty-eight yard line going in. Yes, sir. Looks like we have uh, Braden Lambert out wide to the right. And Castillo's going to hand this out to Ramirez up the middle. And he's going to gain about 70 yards on the play. Nice uh, downfield blocking at the second level by uh, Braden Cubs and the, and the other uh, linemen. Going to hold for him. Eagles had about three backs in the backfield. They had Ramirez, they had Matthew Carroll, and they had the big man Vontae Green in the backfield all at the same time on that play. Yeah, they weren't sure who's going to get the ball, so I get, kept them on their toes. So, gain of five yards on the play is going to bring up second and five for the Eagles. And Costillo is going to hand this one off to Curl up the right side, and he's met after picking up about two yards on the play. Yeah, that's a kind of a slow development play. I think he I think Carroll could have hit the hole a little faster and would have made a difference. But nonetheless, if he did get positive yards, it's uh, third, maybe three. And that was a three, long three. And that was a stretch play, Mr. Cobb. Yes, you sir. know, that's a lot of times what happened with plays like that. That's, you have to go east and right, east east and west instead of north and south. The TZ opened and cut it up. Yes, sir. So third and three for the Eagles. Ball at about the 32-yard line. Green and Ramirez in company with Costillo. He's going to hand this now to Ramirez to the left side, and he will have more than enough for Eagles first down. That's some good downfield blocking by, uh looks like, Eric uh, Johnson, the receiver, did a downfield block, as did uh, Vontae Green. The big man, Vontae <laughs> Green. Yeah, he blocked. So. And for the past two weeks, I've seen the Eagles do that more and more. You know, not only use Vontae Green as a running back, but also as a fullback, leading the way for those other guys as well. He's 240 pounds, sir, so he, wherever he wants to I mean, go, why not? He can go. He can go. Why not use him? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, first and 10 for the Eagles. Ball at the 25-yard line. And Castillo's going to hand this one off to Carroll. Up the middle, and he has nothing but daylight. And touchdown, Angry Birds. <laughs> <laughs> that was that off tackle, sir? Yes, sir. Matthew Carroll with the touchdown for the Eagles as the Eagles strike first blood here in today's contest. Look, though, he went uh, unscathed once he got to that second level. Was that the case? Yes, sir. And he had multiple blockers to help him out exactly. on that play. And we just spoke about blocking at the second level and beyond, and the Eagles have done a good job of that. They have a freshman kicker, sir, who's pretty accurate. So let's see what we have in store. 5.43 remaining here in the first quarter as the Eagles strike first blood here in today's contest. Now, each time you say that, I think John Rambo. John <laughs> Rambo. <laughs> first blood. I told you I'm a Sylvester Stallone fan. <laughs> as am I. As am I. 
<laughs> Creed has to be our number one now. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to take this opportunity to quickly thank our sponsors and supporters for today's broadcast. Yes, sir. We want to definitely thank Hector Comfort Solutions and Nieto Technology. And they're located at 22803 Shield Road in Cypress, Texas, 77433. Please Look to Hexar Comfort Solutions for any of your comfort needs. Also, Farmers Insurance Agency out of the Hempstead location. Latanya Chapel can take care of your insurance needs. She can be reached at 979-826-3026, 979-826-3026, Farmers Insurance Agency. Well, the Eagles are doing exactly what they did last week by getting on the scoreboard early, you know, starting off with a lot of very explosive, with a lot of momentum. I need them to keep this up for the duration of this game. For the du- yeah, exactly, sir, because they started this last week and we're not able to complete it. So you're exactly right. So each time, don't don't get don't let off the gas. As the Eagles are preparing to kick this one off, and it appears that it's going to go out of bounds for a second time. I want to see if they're going to pop the ball this They didn't get it at the 40 last time. I want to see, I want to see where they're going to spire it on this. Because that clearly went out prior to the goal line. <laughs> and that is a penalty, generally. <laughs> but let's see if come with me. As okay. I'm not understanding. It appears. It appears they're going to start this one at the 30-yard line. <laughs> okay, so well, let's pick your yard last, line. Last, last time, that 25 yard yeah. line, that's the 30 yard line. Maybe next time it's going to be at the 35. I'm not sure. <laughs> Advance our way towards the 40. <laughs> Absolutely. But nonetheless, the Lions will have possession at 30 yard line, moving right to left. 541 remaining here in the first quarter. It looks as though. Um, as we have a stoppage in the play, timeout called on the field. Timeout charged against the Lions. Uh, maybe coach didn't like what he saw. He wants to get a different look. They're definitely going to think they're going to utilize uh, Ethan Morgan because he was definitely effective in Absolutely. the first drive. Absolutely. For the first three runs yes, by Ethan Morgan. Yes, sir. So the linebacker core of the Eagles are going to have to contain him. Maybe you can put a spy on him to just shadow him wherever he goes. If he, he drops back seven yards deep. They drop seven yards deep. He goes to his right. They go to their left as they're facing one another. Something to, to mirror him and make sure he's not getting around the corner. And I'm definitely liking what I see by the Eagles offense on that last drive. You know, having three backs in the backfield at one time, Vontae Green, Hans Ramirez, Matthew Carroll, you do not know who's going to get the ball. It can be either one of those guys, and all three of those guys are explosive in their own way. Very capable. And different style runners. I'm glad you mentioned that because are different styles. So you have a power back. You have a scat back, and then you just have a, a hole hitter. I was hole hitter. I was remember it's just a hole hitter. Exactly, there you go. Exactly. You did the words over about there. He's the hole hitter. Monte obviously is the power back, and Matthew Carroll's the, the scat back. So teams are back out on the field as we're ready to resume the play. We have another flag. Not sure what the call is. The two, yeah, too many men on the field. Okay. Charge against the Lions. So that's going to back them up five yards. So it would have been first and five, first and ten is going to be first and fifteen for the Lions. Probably a formation there that they haven't worked on enough in practice. So someone, some personnel switch they weren't aware of. Yes, sir. So first and fifteen for the Lions. Guerrero offset to Morgan's right. Morgan hands this off to Guerrero up the middle. 
and he's not going to get it past the first wave of defenders brought down to a gain of about a yard on the play. Yeah, he hit that hole pretty hard. I'm not sure. It might be Zach Clay, 52. So, Eric Clay, big brother Eric, if you're listening at Kansas State, <laughs> your little brother's making a difference out here, sir, making plays. Lions going to go with a hurry-up offense. And going to hand this off to Guerrero again up the middle. Gain of give him about a yard on the play. Went with the same exact play two times in a row. And now they get back to the original line of scrimmage. Now we have third and ten for the Lions. Well, I will say the last time they threw the ball, Ward did have a nice time. Morgan did have a nice time. So they were able to get it up there. So they might need to go third down here because they are deep. So if you're Eagles expecting Morgan to pull it on this play. Yes, sir. Contain is a word. And Morgan's going to do exactly that. He's going to pull it to the right side, and he's going to be brought down after a gain of about five yards on the play. Yeah, I think that's going to yeah, that's going to be fourth down for them. So uh, you just called it, sir. Absolutely. What did say? Wait, wait, what was it? I think I got to get it right. M- Andre's prediction. No, 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 I'm not sure. It was, it was, hold on. It was uh, MDP, Mr. <laughs> Uh, David's prediction. Remember that? <laughs> so you predicted correctly, sir. We're just going off judgment, Mr. Cobb. You know, for this last two drives, it's either been Ethan Morgan or Jonah Guerrero. It's been either one of those two. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I, I will say this much. It looks like the Lions, the Lions line is creating a hole there, but it doesn't last very long. And first I get through it, I guess, as quickly as he would have liked. So three and out for the Lions. Punting units are out on the field. Back to receive this will be Matthew Ooh. Carroll as that is a very, very short punt, and it takes the Eagles' bounce. Yes, sir, it looks as though the Eagles are going to get another chance to start on the positive side of the field, meaning they'll just they'll be at a 40. About the 46 yard going 46 in. Yard, yes, sir, 46 yes, yard line going in for the Rose Hill Eagles. Yes, sir, so twice already, Mr. they've been able to capitalize on great field position, which doesn't make a difference. Now, you know, football is a game of yards and inches. And anytime you're able to start on the other half of the field, that works to your advantage nine, eight days a week. So if you're the Rose Hill Eagles, you're definitely going to capitalize on this good field position as we have three quarters remaining here late in the first quarter. Eagles on top seven to zero. As Castillo says, a man oh. in a fumble on the play. And it is barely recovered by the Eagles. Uh, Castillo tried to pick tried that ball to scoop up. It up. Tried to scoop it. He needs to fall on the ball. Because this, I mean, he easily could have uh, been picked up by a Lions and taken to the house, or just fallen on by a Lions player and had possession for the Lions. So yeah. that was, and it was a bad like snap. That, if it doesn't bounce back up in your hand, just fall on it and curl, curl, curl around it like a baby. You know, it was a bad snap. It was a bad snap. Yes, you know, we know Cameron. Don't Castillo. make it worse. Absolutely, we know Cameron Castillo. He tries to make a play out of no play. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He so that's a gamer, but in that instance, falling the ball. So twin receiver set up for. The Eagles, because still since the man's in motion, drop back to pass, roll to his right. He's been flushed out of the pocket, and he's going to be brought down for a sack deep in the backfield. Wow, they're they're going the wrong way. They're so that's now your term, Ms. Davis. Your term is whatever down and forever. <laughs> Normally, and that's if it's like second and twenty. And this is this is third down and pray <laughs> for literally for literally. the Eagles. It is going so to be they, <laughs> they about are, 33 yards. So they are backed up on their own about 20, 28-yard line. Sir, I think and it's 33. <laughs> I kid you not. 
and they have to get to the other side of the 38 for a first down. As Castillo dropped back to pass, been flushed out of the pocket, and he's going to go this, and that pass is caught to the left side, and he's going to get past the 35, past the 40, but not enough, nearly enough, nearly for the Eagles' first down. As the Eagles go three and out, the punting units will come out onto the field. So the Eagles going in the wrong direction on that particular drive. You know, that whole series is kind of screwy. You know, he had the bad snap, um, Florida not falling on it, trickle back a few more yards in to boot. They had a, a tremendous sack, and I mean a tremendous sack. So that's how they ended up with 30 and 33. So he definitely did get his punt off and get back in a better field position. And back to receive the punt will be number one, Travis Wolf. As that was an excellent, excellent wow. punt, and it took a Eagles bounce, and it's going to be fielded inside the ten, inside the ten yard line, at about the nine yard line. You're right. I'm sorry. Wow. Wow. Excellent, excellent. Was that like punt. a six yard punt there? That was that was an NFL punt right there. I mean, really, because it it, okay. it had a lot of airtime, and it bounced uh, forward. Yes, sir. It was backed up on our own, but. 36, 37 yards. And line. actually, from where Eric actually punted was even further than that. So, yeah. Wow. Maybe a 70 yard About 60 yard punt. So, excellent punt by the Eagles will set the Lions up inside their own 10 yard line with a minute remaining here in the first quarter. Eagles on top, 7 to 0. Twin receiver set up for the Lions as Morgan is going to be Whoa. back in the backfield. Is that a safety, sir? And I oh. quite believe he's down at about wow. the literally at the goal line. <laughs> you can't get any closer than that, sir. Just literally a hair away from getting a sack, a safety on that play. Yeah, that would have been uh, great for he was hey maybe the next play they'll get it. But what a play! I mean, talk about going in the wrong direction. So second and about twenty for the Lions as the clock continues to roll here late. In the first quarter, 25 seconds remaining to be exact. Eagles on top, 7-0. to zero. You are tuned into Eagles football on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Morgan hands off to Guerrero up the middle, and they're going to push the power forward. Picks up about three yards on the play. Hard to see which defender was uh, responsible for the play. There's a host of Eagles on there, but I saw Hans uh, Ramirez in the middle there. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So that last run by Guerrero is going to bring us to the end of our first quarter. Eagles on top of this one, 7-0, to zero, as teams are going to switch sides here in just a moment. We're going to take this opportunity to thank our sponsors and supporters for today's broadcast. And we thank you all for your listenership. We also want to thank Bush's Chicken, the best chicken in Brenham. You can check, take Bush's Chicken in at 979-836-1804, 979-836-1804. Bush's Chicken, the best in Brenham. Also, Burger Fences, Landscaping, and more. If you have any landscaping needs, you can reach out to Burger Fences, Landscaping, and more at 281-253-2923, 281-253-2923. Reach out to Burger Fencing Landscaping, and more for your landscaping needs. Burger Fencing, Landscaping, and more. What a Thank name. you, Mr. Kyle. What a name. And I like the transition that you do, too. You know, you segue into the, into the sponsors and supporters. I appreciate that. So, got to keep, got to keep up. Uh, Keep me on my toes and keep the listenership uh, 
guessing is what's going to be said next. Yes, sir. <laughs> and speaking of the listenership, if you would like to become a listening partner, you can visit our website at obnradio.com. Again, that's obnradio.com. We've been serving the community through faith and athletics since 2002, and we are the voice of student athletics. And that was a segue right there, sir, on your part. <laughs> you I, heard the li- I heard the listening the- part. There you go. Yes, sir. You were listening to the listening part. So good job, sir. So the teams have switched sides as we are at the top of the second quarter here from Sugarland, Texas. Eagles on top of this one, 7-0. to zero. It looks like a brisk night, weather night for football. You got to love this weather. Like you get football weather. Yeah, football, you get popped. It stings a little bit. You kind of keeps you in the game. So it's going to be third and about 11 for the Lions as that pass is incomplete. Is that a swing pass? I believe it was. Intended for number 33, Jonah Guerrero. Well, he did throw it forward, so it's not going to be a, a lateral. So that's going to just be an incomplete pass, as you stated. And that's going to bring up fourth down for the Lions. Well, that's the punt, sir. And, uh, again, absolutely. You're backed um, up on your own goal line. Absolutely. That might give the Eagles another chance to start on this side of the 50, on their on the uh, Lions side of the 50. And it's number 18, Colin Fosso, and number 7, Matthew Carroll, back to receive the punt for the Eagles. Now, Eric Johnson did have a 60-yard punt, so this young... <laughs> 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 I don't know, but he's able to, Ronald's able to give a, a, a big punt like this. He might get a 60-yard punt out of this. As oh, that punt is locked, and it goes in the back of the end zone. That is a touchdown, touchdown, that's a touchdown. Eagles blocked and recovered <laughs> in, in the end zone by the Eagles. That is a touchdown. I'm not sure who even recovered that, sir. <laughs> who, who gets that? Who gets the <laughs> touchdown? <laughs> who, who blocked the punt, and who gets the credit for the touchdown? Well, it's the same individual, then what a play. The only thing that matters is that the points go to the Eagles. I just wonder who gets that. <laughs> I'm not sure. I couldn't I could tell. <laughs> It was a uh, it was a rush straight up the middle. Um, actually, the uh, snap was bobbled. The snap was bobbled. Yes, you didn't really have time. You backed up on your own goal line. Exactly. Not a lot of room, and then the, his timing was off. Having bobbled the punt, bobbled the snap. Should I say? So the kick is up, and it is good. Momentum in the favor of the Rose Hill Eagles so far. In this ball game, just as we saw last week against Cypress Christian uh, Warriors uh, last week, but nonetheless, we can't talk about last week. We have to talk about this week. Yes, and sir. speaking of this week, your Rose Hill Eagles on top of this one by the score of fourteen to zero. And sir, it's a little brisky out here, a little nippy, but come rain, sleet, or snow, Brady Ward will come through each and every time. He's made two PATs right down the middle. Soccer player, freshman, split the uprights right down the middle. So. Just like the mailman, he delivers. Soccer player. There you ah, go. So Brady Ward, so they, 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 the coaching staff knew what they were doing by bringing him on the team. There you go. Oh, that's excellent. That's excellent. You know, when I was in high school years <laughs> ago, and I mean years ago, early 80s, uh, we, uh, my coach did the same thing. We took a soccer player off our soccer team, and he became our field goal kicker, and we beat a state-ranked team by a field goal based upon that kick made by the soccer player. If you're just now tuning in, you are tuning in to Eagles football. The Eagles got on top of this one early in the first quarter after a 25-yard touchdown run by number seven, Matthew Curl, midway through the first quarter as the Eagles just got a touchdown after a block punt in the back of the end zone. And this one's going to be fielded by Wolf, and he's going to be brought down with the majority. 
Little little man himself, guys. If you do not know Jacob Ramirez, he is not a big guy. He's not at all, but he plays big. He plays big. Let me just say this much: when the kick was delivered by by Ward, I'm watching Jacob Ramirez because he actually won the first one down. He's a gunner on the left. He's one of the first ones down the field, and as as a receive the ball, he was on him and. That shook him up immediately upon That was a textbook tackle. There you go. There that was a textbook tackle by Jacob Barrera. And the Lions going to set up shop at about the 18-yard line moving left to right. Twin receiver set up. Guerrero offset to Morgan's right. And they're going to hand oh, it right to Guerrero up the middle. A nice hole. And he's going to be met after a gain of about four yards on the play. Good. Good shifting running by, um, by Guerrero. And, um, did to get about a game of about five yards. And you can credit number five, Hans Ramirez, on the tackle for the Eagles. So I see a number 53 and number eight. Do you know my chance <laughs> who those guys are? Uh, the Manning the brothers. Manning brothers. <laughs> Cliff and Trevor. <laughs> Cliff and Trevor making a difference. And they're going to go with the run by, with Guerrero yet again. I believe this time he's going to have enough for a Lions first down. Taken down by Cliff Manning. <laughs> Chris Manning may have a career day before this game yes, is over. Sir. Yes, sir. But I tell you what, the Lions' uh, line, is, they're making the holes, again, as I said before. This time, Guerrero's actually running through them. So, uh, they're able to move the ball. So, the Lions are kind of going with a hurry-up offense on this particular drive. Twin receiver set up, Guerrero offset. And oh. that pass is batted down by Stephen Whitehead. <laughs> that was a little J.J. Watt action there. He almost, that was batted to himself for an interception. He would have, he's on the, like, the 30-yard line, so that would have been a short uh, pick six, but Nonetheless, he bends the ball down. And we have a quarterback change on this particular drive for the Lions. Number three, Colton Williams at quarterback for the Lions on this drive. I'm not sure if he's a throwing quarterback or because Morgan did do a wonderful job of airing the ball out earlier, but I'm not sure about the change. So Lions going to go with a twin receiver setup. Guerrero offset to – and they're going to throw this one. That pass is incomplete. Number 24, Christian Fraser, the antenna receiver on the play. Yeah, I don't know, Mr. Davis. Do you think Colton Williams is the passer, quarterback, court passing quarterback? Well, that was your prediction. Not my, uh, you, you predicted that. <laughs> but it does appear that with this new quarterback, that being Colton Williams, that they're trying to pass more on this particular drive. I guess they're going to try to give, take what the defense gives them. But that last incompletion is going to bring up third and 10 for the Lions. As Williams going to drop back to pass, and oh, he's he going to drop all the way back, and he's going to keep this one himself. He's still going to try to throw it. That pass is incomplete. Number 34, Ty Goosby, the intended receiver on the play. That's going to be our fourth down, and that's, again, they're not in great position, so they're going to have to punt, but they're going to have to get this punt off this time. I don't know if they're going to – they have Morgan back there. I don't know if they're going to try for a sneak, because they did do a snake, snake punt earlier. Yes, sir. But I would think that Bruce Lane and his staff would be ready for this, uh, have a contingency plan in place for such a thing. We're going to see if the Lions going to have a little bit more protection this time as the punting units are out onto the field. Colin Fossil, Matthew Carroll back to receive for the Eagles. And yep, this punt is up. And fair catch. And mm. it's going to take a nice Lions bounce inside the five-yard line of the Eagles. Now, sir, I alluded to this earlier, Ms. Davis. I alluded to this earlier. 
Would they be able to get off a long punt like Eric Johnson did? Well, there's your answer, Mr. Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was seven. Now, where you already kicked from? Was that like the 30? It was about the 30, 29 yard line. That's over 60 yards. I mean, like 65 yards. Well, we've seen the kicking skills of both teams. Wow. <laughs> the Eagles and the Lions. Or great bounces here in Sugarland. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the win. I'm not sure. It's, it's something. The, it's the direction that the wind is going. There because you go. last time we was on the other side and they yes, had the sir. same bounce inside the 10-yard line. You there you go. So, nonetheless, the Eagles will start the possession inside their own five-yard line. They're going to go to I-formation setup. And they're going to hand this one. What? Hand this one off to the big man, Vontae Green, up the middle. That's a trap play? Gain about five yards. Seems uh, to be about a trap play. It appears that I, I was I thought I thought Cameron pulled it at first. As did I. As they had Vontae Green at fullback and they had Hans Ramirez at running back. So seeing they kind of switched that. You know, we kind of seeing Vontae Green for the past two or three weeks at fullback and kind of leading the way, but they do let they do let him get some touches as well. Yes, sir. They do, and they use him. You have to feed the big man. <laughs> you got to keep him hungry. You got to keep him hungry. The set up yet again. This time they're gonna hand out to Ramirez, and he has nothing but daylight on the right side. As he get past thirty. And he's going to have more than enough for Eagles first down. Wow, he's looking impressive, sir. I mean, he's slicing through that <laughs> line like a hot butter, hot night through butter. Well, he's running with some, with this this gain with this big load of confidence that I've never seen before in the running back. And when you're running behind the big man Vontae Green, you can't help but run with some explosiveness and some confidence that Hans Ramirez has been doing for the past two weeks. I agree. And heads up to that line because the line definitely making uh, the holes. Uh, definitely making things happen, Blake Clayton and the others. So first and 10 for the Eagles, ball at the 26-yard line. Eagles moving right to left, and Costello hands this off to Green up the middle. Big hole up the middle. Still on the seat. Tried to spin off one defender, and he's going to be just short of a first down, gain of about eight and a half yards on the play. Yeah, that was a good run. Um, a lot of a lot of a big hit. He hung onto the ball, spun for maybe one more yard. And we saw it yet again on that play, having all three running backs in the game at one time: Hans Ramirez, Matthew Carroll, Vontae Green. You never gonna, you never know who's gonna get the ball. It could be, it could be either one of them. And so far, it's working out perfectly for the Eagles. Or none of them. He'll get back. Or none of them. No, that Cameron Castillo could keep it. This time, he hands this one off to Matthew Carroll. And he's going to lower his shoulder and get enough for Eagles first down. That's impressive, sir. Matthew Carroll only weighs about 150 pounds. And he, he did his shoulder down, had both hands on the ball. Guys like Matthew Carroll and Jacob Herrera, they're not big guys, but they play big. They play bigger than their size. Big yes, chest. Big, big chest, little body. Big heart. Absolutely. Yes, sir. So after the nice run by Matthew Carroll, it's going to be enough for Eagles first down at about the 39-yard line. Yeah, official timeout. Yes, sir. As we have an official's timeout on the play. Seven forty-three remaining here in the second quarter. Eagles on top, fourteen to zero. As we're not quite sure what the issue is. You are t- defenders. You are tuned into Eagles football on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Andre Davis, Mr. Kendall Cobb himself. Mm-hmm. Right here next to you, bro. Trying to make it happen. <laughs> so the play is going to resume first and ten for the Eagles. And this time they're going to hand this one off to Green up the middle. He's going to lose about a yard on the play. As soon as Andre got that ball, Pennington Strickland 
hit him and took him immediately down. Remington Strickland for the Lions as Green lost about a yard on that play. It's going to bring up second and 11. And he's a freshman. Lord have mercy. Oh, wow. Got big ears. <laughs> <laughs> well, he eats his vegetables. We know that. <laughs> yes, sir. That's so, Trough said right there. Second and about 11 for the Eagles as Castillo sends a man in motion. And he's going to drop back to pass. And he's going to pass. So that pass is complete. And he's going to be brought down out of bounds. Gains a little bit of those yards back. It's going to be about – it's going to bring about third and six for the Eagles. Yeah, they sent uh, Kelvin in motion from the right to the left. And uh, as soon as the ball snapped, uh, Cassini just hit him on a little swing. Yeah, yeah. So, McCray may got two more yards off his own. Yeah, that was a, that was a swing pass uh, to McCray Kelton. You know, I would like to see McCray Kelton go long. You yes, know, we've sir, seen yes, what this sir. man can do on those post patterns. Yes, so I'd like to see – uh, what they work out with that play. He has the wheels and he has the hops. And he has the hands. Yes, sir. Yeah, definitely has the hands. So third and six for the Eagles as he's going to send Kelton in motion again. This time fakes it off the green and he's going to pass it. And that pass is going to oh, for Colin Foster. And he's going to have more than enough for the Eagles first down. Colin Foster. Foster caught the ball at just maybe a yard short of the first down. Spun around that defender and got about three more yards. So that's that's your yak right there, sir. Absolutely, he's he's going to be that guy. They're yes, not they're, they're without uh, the X factor, Cash Kelso. So yes, Colin Foster is going to have to be that guy in the receiving core to step up for the Eagles, and he did just that on that play. You're exactly right. He's the uh, um, the Y factor. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cash is the X, and Foster's the Y. So first and ten for the Eagles. Ball at the 46 yard line of the Lions. First and ten, and they're going to hand it off to Green up the middle. Still on his feet, and he's going to pick up about three yards on the play. Green is such a huge, huge running back. It's going to take at least two or three Lions to bring this big man down every single play, and that's what you want if you're the Rotel Eagles. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I got to just bring out this observation, Mr. Davis. Uh, Steve Whitehead, the lineman for Rosehill, was down the field maybe five yards ahead of Green, blocking like a maniac. So <laughs> he he – Went to the whistle, was blown. That's how you. That's how you play football, sir. Absolutely. Second and eight. Second and about seven for the Eagles. Green offset to Castillo's right. Oh, pulling. And Castillo's going to hand it off to Matthew Carroll, and he picks up about another four yards on the play. Sir, that was a right pulling guard. That was Blake Clayton, uh, Jimmy Clayton, dad. If you're listening, your son <laughs> made a great play to the left hand side. But that's a beautiful. And it seems that the Rose Hill Eagles use Vontae Green and Hans Ramirez up the middle, and they use Matthew Kells for those pulling for those pulling plays, you know, pulling to the right, pulling to the left, kind of stretch play. That's what they use Matthew Kells for. Play to your strength, and he's a scat back, so get him, get him in open space. Get him, get him in open corners. space. Get him in open space. You yes, know, they sir. typically don't run Matthew Carroll between the guards and the tackle. They kind of leave that for Vontae Green and Hans Ramirez because he uses explosiveness to get through the hole. And that's going to bring up third and three for the Eagles ball at the 40-yard line. And he's going to oh. hand the green up the middle, and he's going to be tripped up before getting the first down, only gaining, gaining a yard on the play. So that's going to bring up fourth and three for the Eagles. Sir, I think that would have been a first down. He had the hole. The hole was there. Just tripped, tripped up. over his own. The turf monsters. I can't turf stand them. There you go. <laughs> All-state turf monsters. Nobody tells that the turf monsters are part of the football game as well. Yes, sir. That should be stated before every game. 
Trust me, I've because had Because you definitely have a, play, a part in the game. You know, I've <laughs> had many all-state blade of grass trip me up <laughs> in my playing days, so I understand. So fourth and three for the Eagles. They're going to go for it here on fourth down. I-formation set up, ball at the 39-yard line. And they're going to take this one off, and he's going to roll to his right. And that pass is oh, 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 dropped. Fossil oh, Colin Fossil with the drop. That play was there. That was an excellent, excellent play call by the coaching staff of the Rose Eagles. Fossil was wide open. Casir uh, rolls out to his right. The defenders are right on him. He flips it over their head. Two Fossil who's going in the flat. The he line, ran like a little five and out right the, there in the flat. The Lions were looking for the run. We've been right this entire time. We had the I-formation set up. They were looking for the run. Play action fake. Play action. Colin Fossil, wide open on the five-yard out. Just goes right through his hands. Got to bring it in. Got to bring it in. So turnover on downs as they switch sides. They're going to hand this one off to Guerrero to the left side, and he's going to be brought down at the line of scrimmage as we do have flags on the play. Not sure exactly what went on, but it's in the back judge, so so there may be some type of holding. Maybe holding as the flag did come from the back judge, and it's going to be false start against oh. the Lions. Well, so we're going to definitely back the Lions up, and again, they're trying to they're trying to definitely get on the board as right now it's a 14-0 score. Yes, sir. With 3:29 remaining here late in the second quarter, that's going to bring up first and 15 for the Lions. And he's going to hand this off to Guerrero on the right side. And he's going to have a little bit of daylight. And he's going to get past the 50. He's going to be brought down for more than enough for a Lions first down. That was a nice run. You see the big man cut on on his uh, dime? Change direction? We're we're starting to see that a lot, a lot more by the running back, Jonah Guerrero. And they're going to have to pay attention to him for the duration of this ball game because the Lions are going to feed him any and every opportunity they can. As they're going to hand this off to Guerrero again to the right side. He's going to set a few defenders, and he's going to be brought down after picking up about nine yards on the play. And we have two flags, two penalties, and both of these penalties, if I'm correct, are going to be charged against the Eagles. Mr. Davis predicts one of them is going to be too many men on the field. The other one's going to be a face mask. Two penalties charged against the Eagles. I agree with you, sir. Your prediction should hold true. Hopefully I'm wrong. <laughs> this, is what, this is what I observed from that particular play. You know, they had one of the guys are trying to get off the field uh, for the Eagles, and the Lions did exactly what they're supposed to do. They snapped the ball before he can get off the field, so there's that penalty. And then, if I'm correct, a face max by the Eagles on that play yes, as sir. the play was going. Yes, sir. So a double whammy against the Eagles. But, but, again, but again, after all of that, I hope I'm wrong. Well, sir, you no, know your football. I'm wrong. You know your football. Uh, uh, maybe, stuff, maybe, maybe, maybe it's holding against, maybe against the Lions and then false start. <laughs> two of those, two of those. Let's go with that one too. Okay, well, here's the umpire. <laughs> the first penalty, two many men on the field. That penalty is declined. The second penalty, face backs against <laughs> the Eagles. Clearly, that's when you take that gives you the four yard and the automatic first down. Yeah, absolutely. Personal foul. The personal foul, of course. Yes, sir. Of course. So, nonetheless, that's going to bring up a first and 10 for the Lions. They're going to start this possession at about the 25-yard line going in, moving left to right. Twin receiver set up. Guerrero offset to Williams is right. 
Williams dropped back to pass, and they were trying to set up the screenplay for Jonathan Guerrero. That pass is incomplete. Sir, he did well not to catch that ball. They were four hungry, hungry <laughs> eagles and angry, angry eagles in front of him. <laughs> well, you know, maybe I'm playing. Maybe you just say, you know what, we'll try to get on second and ten. It's not worth it. It's no, not no, worth no. it getting back there five yards. That was one against four, and again, that was a business decision <laughs> by Jonathan Guerrero to not catch that ball. You know, we say, you know what, instead of being second and fifteen, we we'll just make it second and ten with there the incompletion. I'm okay go. with that. Yes, sir. So second and ten for the Lions. And they're gonna fake. The, they're gonna hand it off to Guerrero. He's met at the line of scrimmage. He's gonna lose about two yards on the play. That was a big man. That was uh, Cubsa. That was Brayden fifty-two. Braden Cubsa for the Rose Hill Eagles. I mean, big hit and big takedown, like a bear hug. So that last hit will bring up third and about thirteen for the Lions. As we have two minutes remaining to be exact here, late in the second quarter. Eagles on top of this one, 14-0. to zero. I'm not sure. As the Lions going to go with an empty backfield. This time they bring Morgan back in the game, and he's going to be pressured, and he's going to be brought down by a plethora of Eagles in the backfield. So you know who maintained the group the entire play? Uh, don't tell me. Hans don't tell me. Hans Ramirez. <laughs> he grabbed his jersey. The uh, Morgan tried to spin out of it. He was not able to. More defenders came in, and uh, Hans did his job. Our triple threat player, as I like to call Hans Ramirez, doing the dirty work for the Eagles, both on offense and defense. Yes, sir. He's a full utility player. It makes a difference out there, as you can see. Now, at this point, I like to call it fourth and forever for the Lions. But I will be specific. It is fourth down and 20. Ball at the 34-yard line. That's what they're going for, sir. When you're down, four, when you're down 14 to zero, you're on the opposite side of the 50. You have nothing to lose. We do have a minute remaining here late in the second quarter. Maybe it's a trick play. Oh, almost had a motion. Oh, but they will kick it, and it's going to take. Uh, what it, it was taking the Lions' bounce, but right. they didn't stop it, so it goes in the end zone. That works out for the Eagles, and I believe it's the it's the direction that they're kicking. Kicking to this left side has worked out for the Lions in the second quarter. It worked out for the Eagles in the first quarter. Yes, it's sir. just this direction. Can you see the flags? I don't know what direction the flags are blowing, but you're probably I can't right. see it, but yeah, it's, it's just this direction. Yes, sir. Because the wind is blowing this way. It worked out for the Eagles in the first quarter, and it's working out for the Lions in the second quarter getting that bounce. Yes, sir. A positive bounce each and every time to date. So the Eagles will start this drive at the 20-yard line. If only we can be a college and professional start at the 25-yard line. But nonetheless, we'll get the 20-yard line. Eagles moving right to left. Twin receiver set up green, offset to Castillo's right, and he's going to hand this off to green up the middle. Met after a gain of about two yards on the play. He dipped his shoulder and got, it looks like he dipped his shoulder and got a couple yards. And it appears that the Eagles are just going to run this clock out here in the second quarter and go into halftime. Now, the Lions received the ball yes, first. Yes, sir. Right? The Lions, they received the ball first, so the Eagles will have the ball at the start of the third quarter. As you as you recall from the previous game earlier this season, you know, the other team comes out and does a onside kick and catches the Eagles uh, yes, start. So, Eagles yes, definitely sir. have to – Watch out for that, not get caught sleeping at the switch. Well, you know, I trust the coaching staff of the Rose Hill Eagles. So I'm pretty sure that they're going to let their guys know that, remembering what happened last week uh, leading into this game in terms of that uh, onside kick that you just mentioned of. 
And with that, the clock is going to wind down, and that's going to bring us to the end of our first half. The Eagles in the driver's seat of this ball game, leading by the score of 14 to 0. We're just going to quickly recap that first half for you. If you're just now tuning in, the Eagles got on the scoreboard first with a 25 yard touchdown run by number seven, Matthew Carroll, midway through the first quarter, the 543 mark to be exact. Then, off of a blocked punt, as the Lions were backed up on their own goal line, a blocked a block punt by the Eagles went into the back of the end zone for another Eagles touchdown to make the score 14-0 to zero in that first quarter. I'm not even sure who that touchdown goes to, Mr. Mr. Kyle. I can't tell you, yes, sir. I can't tell you who gave sure. the block. I cannot tell you who scored the touchdown. But nonetheless, as you stated before, Eagles score. Well, none, nonetheless, as we wrap up our halftime report, Mr. Cobb, your takeaway in that first half. Again, it seems like uh, Rose Hill left, Rose Hill right, Rose up the middle. And uh, they've, been able to move, they've been able to move the ball successfully. Now, don't get me wrong. This last series, the Lions had a lot of success themselves with Guerrero um, running the ball. As, uh, as Just like that very first series, they had success with Morgan. But nonetheless, they've yet to complete the pass. They've had about four or five attempts. Um, they've even switched quarterbacks to do so. Yes, try to, to try to throw more. Uh, they switched it with number three, Colton Williams. Yes, sir. And so far, it still has not worked out for the Lions. No. So, um, again, it seems like it's been uh, all rolls at this point. Now, I don't know if that's going to be what type of halftime adjustments the uh, Lions will make, but if Rose Hill stays the course, this might, might end up a uh, 28 or 35-0 game. You know, and that's the game of football. Even if the other team, because I'm pretty sure that they are going to prepare for adjustments, that they're going to make adjustments if you are the Lions, in the game of football, even if the opposing team makes adjustments because they have to as they're down 14-0, to if you're the other team, you still have to prepare for those adjustments. You can't right. just lay down. So that's what happened last week. You Correct. Know, you know, Cypress Christian, you know, the Eagles were on top. Cypress Christian kind of made some adjustments, and then the Eagles didn't prepare for those adjustments, and they didn't, didn't, respond. They didn't respond to it. You still have to respond to those adjustments if the Lions do so in this game. Yes, sir. Good, good, excellent point, sir. And let me just throw this in for good measure. Even if you're up, you still make adjustments. You try and capitalize on what you see. If you see that the, the defensive end is uh, lagging back on the left side, you attack that position. You go, you go to their weak spot. You're trying to get positive yards each and every time, and also you're trying to break morale. You want to, you want to uh, just, you know, get disheartened the defense. You want to uh, let them say, "Man, these guys are here to play today." So, you, and, and as players say one another in the trenches. I won't be here all day. Be ready. <laughs> Back at lunch. Absolutely, absolutely. Eagles on top of this so far by a score of 14-0. to zero. They're in the driver's seat thus far. We're going to see if they can keep this up for the duration of this ball game. We're going to take a break and come back with the starting of the third quarter. Eagles on top of this by a score of 14-0. to zero. You are tuned into Eagles football on the Open Mic Broadcast Network.
And welcome back to Eagles football on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. We're at the halftime of today's ball game. Eagles on top of this one by a score of 14-0. to zero. And we are joined by a special, special guest for today's broadcast. Mr. Kyle, I'm, I'm going to give you the honor yes, of introducing our guest, special guest for indeed, today's game. He's dear to the Rosehill family, as is his family. This is Mr. Jimmy Clayton, father of senior Blake Clayton, number 56. How's it going, doing, guys? Sir? I'm good, good. How are you guys? This Wonderful. Is a, Mr. Cobb, this is, this is the part of, of the linebacker himself. Blake. Yes, sir. Oh, my yes, goodness. Sir. Blake. Wow. Wow. Climbing and making it happen on both sides. He's in the trenches on both sides of the field, making it happen. So, what do yeah. you think about the game thus far, sir? It's it's going good. It's uh you know We're expecting to, to come out on top this evening, and, and hopefully we'll we'll maintain the, the, the game that we got going right now. So, it, uh, it everybody – Everybody seems to be doing good. The tempo's good. Everybody looks good out in the field. And, you know, the weather I kind of thought was going to kind of get us down a little bit. But yes, sir. I don't know. Well, we're doing good. I just want to say that we normally see some explosives out of Blake Clayton on that defensive side of the ball. So I just want to ask you, like, is there any type of, uh, you know, anything that you let, uh, talk to him before the game, any type of uh, motivational talk before the game that you give him? Because he just comes out like he just plays, like, with a chip on his shoulder. So I just got to ask. Well, mainly what I tell him is, I try to explain to him to you know don't be the sheep, be the lion. Mm, you know, I like that. You know, you know, but, not, but not, not a logo's prep lion. That's yeah. not, <laughs> not, 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 no, 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 no. It, it basically, it's just you know I just try to make sure that you know he goes out and he basically he plays, and when he goes to bed, he knows that he can lay his head down knowing he doesn't have any regrets. Gotcha. He's so, all out of the yeah, field. He wants to he. Put it out all on the field and just give it everything he's got. Well, sir, that's great. I want to throw this in. Also, his son also is a golfer for the for the Rose Hill Eagles and uh, one of a state ranked golfer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's do that. He can get a scholarship in football or golf. Well, I, we're hoping one of the two. It doesn't matter which one. So. <laughs> no, he's been playing since he's about four years old, off and off since he's four. So, you yeah. the game, sir? Oh, well, I think. I'm not sure. We all play, but yeah, he does. He's he's pretty passionate about it. And that was going to be my next question, how long he's been playing this game, because I can kind of tell that he just has that just natural instinct for the sport. And that comes with, you know, just the years of playing the game. You know, he struggled the first couple of years when he was younger, you know, back in middle school and, and, and whatnot. And, it, uh, you know, just he progressed as as, as the, uh, I guess, the, the program progressed. Yes, sir. And, and um, it was pretty difficult, but he's, he's with it now. Well, let me throw this in. He's a great athlete, and he's a great young man. I can personally test that. I've, I've known him since his freshman year, and I can tell you he's a quality young man. So, great, great job you and Pam are doing with him. Thank you. And thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. And that was the father of Blake Clayton joining us for our halftime report as the game has resumed here for the third quarter. And Jonah's going to bring this one past the 30, past the 30. And he's going to be brought down at the 35-yard line for the Eagles. And just so you know, folks, that's one of the individuals who lives, listens to us live um, when he's in Pennsylvania for his work. So he's here live today with us, but normally he listens from afar. Absolutely, absolutely. As the Eagles will have the possession first and 10, they're going to hand this off to Ramirez to the left side. And he's going to gain more than enough for Eagles' first down gain of about 16 yards on that play. And we spoke about his, his swivel hips and him dipping in that. He he darted in and out of that line. He hit uh, lateral movement, then he hit forward movement, then he hit lateral movement. So he dipped and dodged his way through and got the first down, sir. The explosiveness of Hines Ramirez is just unbelievable. 
unbelievable, Mr. Cobb. It's not his total confidence. Like you said, each week his confidence grows and his his, his ability grows. So and that, again, go ahead. that line is making a hole and he's finishing. The line, and then again, when you're running behind the big man, Vontae Green, you can't help but gain more and more confidence each week. I agree. I mean, out of the backfield, you got great blocking. That front line itself, I mean, we're, we're doing, they're doing a damage. So first and 10 for the Eagles ball at the 46-yard line. They're going to throw this one to Vontae Green, and he has blocking and nothing but daylight. The big man, Vontae Green, turns on the jet past the 10, and he's going to be brought down, touchdown. but not before getting an Eagles touchdown. <laughs> he was hit right before the goal line, sir. He fell, falls into the goal, into the end zone. Off the screenplay called by the coaching staff of the Rose Hill Eagles, Vontae Green had some blocking in front of him, and he turned on the Jets. It was nothing but daylight for that big man. Sir, I got to give it to the line again. Grzyzewski, uh, Mallory, Johnson, uh Cubs, Clayton. I mean, these guys and Cliff Manning. These guys are blocking like no one's business and giving these uh, the quarterback time to for the screen to develop, but also blowing holes when necessary for these off tackle plays for uh, Hans uh, Ramirez and or uh, Matthew Carroll. And honestly, I thought that he was kind of down, just shy of the goal line. I'm not sure where they was going to mark it at, but nonetheless, we saw the hands go up by the officials. And we have a touchdown for the Rose Hill Eagles to make the score 21-0 to here early in the third quarter with 11-16 remaining to be exact. And I want to say one more thing. You know, after the line did a great job, and, and, and uh, Castillo set that up well with his uh, screen pass to Green. Green shows a little speed, sir. He turned on the jet. <laughs> he turned on the jet. <laughs> there was nothing but daylight. I think his eyes kind of got booked. I can't see you here from the broadcast booth. But if I'm there, you know, saucer, eye, the, saucer eye, just being in that helmet, as I remember, your eyes just kind of get wide open when you see nothing but daylight. It's kind of give you a little extra acceleration, as we saw there by Vontae Green. That's called space and opportunity, sir. <laughs> and between yeah, he took advantage of all the space and all the opportunity. <laughs> That's a little Jada Pinkett line from uh, – uh, I, 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 I'm gonna fight you. Dirty Shane. That's the movie. Oh, you have to tell me the scene on that particular movie yeah. because I watched that movie yeah, with Keenan Ivory Wayne. I understand yeah, exactly. She was just gonna fight the young lady. She said, "Ain't nothing between us but space opportunity." Ah, there you go. There you go. I'm right there with you. So the Eagles are gonna kick this one off, and it's gonna be fielded by Wolf. He's gonna field at the ten. And he's gonna run to the right side, and oh, he's, he's gonna be brought down viciously at about the twenty. Three yard line. Yeah, that was a that Jacob was a, Barrera Jacob on that stop for the Rose Hill Eagles. That was a great play. But guess who was also in on that? Xavier Capano was also instrumental in that play. I love to watch these guys on kickoff. That was my favorite. I just love it. Really? I, I just love it. Because I played special teams. Gotcha. Kickoff was well, the best part of the game the for me. Team, I didn't like being on kick receive. Oh, if you're not back there receiving and you got a block, it's not a good day for you. Because sometimes you'll, you'll make it a cut and they'll blast your legs off Monday. So Lions will set up shop at about the 23-yard line, and Morgan's going to keep this one, and he's going to be brought down after gaining about two yards on the play. Nice footwork by Morgan to get out of here. He's actually caught in the backfield. He was able to get about three yards out of that after just some shifty movement. Yeah, Ethan, yeah, Ethan Morgan has a little shifty movement of his own. We saw we saw it a little bit in the first quarter. Yes, sir. You know, when they switched quarterbacks, you know, we didn't really get a chance to really see it, but I feel like we're going to see more of that here in the second well, half. You just missed your quarterback switch, sir. 
And not only quarterback switch, it appears they're going to keep Ethan Morgan in. They're going to have him at wide out for wow. the Lions. And then they're going to bring in number three, Colton Williams, at quarterback for the Lions. So watch this play. And they're going to hand this one out to Guerrero at the middle. And he's met at the line of scrimmage by plethora of Eagles led by Heinz Ramirez. Oh, oh, a little violence. I think that was the little Manny brother, was it not? No, that was Heinz Ramirez. Oh, that was Ramirez. That was Ramirez. Ramirez. Unheard of. Unheard of. I mean, this should be. I mean, this should be. This should be penalties on both teams. If I'm correct. Yeah, the the key is. This should be a personal foul on both teams. (laughs) It should. This should be personal foul on both teams. The penalty should offset, and we should have second. Should have second down for the Lions. We'll see what the, they're discussing. This. They're in a little huddle right now trying to figure out what to do. So maybe something was said or done. I'm not sure what. Whatever, whatever's hitting on both teams, it was hitting by the Lions and there was retaliation by the Eagles, the penalty should offset. It should be on both teams. So we got personal foul on the Eagles, personal foul on the Lions. Oh, wow. And it appears that somebody will be leaving this game. And not due to the clock striking zero zero zero. And I believe Ramirez will be the one that may be ejected if I'm correct if they're saying that one threw a punch. I did see that in my own two eyes and that was Hans Ramirez of the yeah. Eagles, unfortunately. Wow. Yeah. And 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 number eleven for the Andy Alvarado for the Lions. That might be the the player ejected for this game, sir. Well, so number 11, Andy Alvarado, will be ejected for the Lions in this game. I mean, nonetheless, you know, they just come with the territory of football. You know, unfortunately, there's consequences for it. But when you're playing a physical contact sport, emotions kind of flare up. You know, when when something happens to you, you have the natural reaction to retaliate. Right. Whether you're the Eagles or the Lions, it just comes with the territory of this sport. This is a controlled aggression game. It's not, Absolutely. It's not a contact sport. It's a collision sport. Absolutely. It's you a violent sport. It's very violent very sport. Very violent. So you have to control that violence in between the whistles, but sometimes it spills over. And that's... That's the tricky part. It's the control part. You, you know it's going to happen, but unfortunately you have to control it. Otherwise, there's going to be consequences. Exactly. Remember Jim Brown said in any given Sunday, he said, you know, it was all lost when they uh, went to commercial. <laughs> the commercial breaking football. <laughs> so we were at commercials here, but we do still have to control our anger and play within the whistles and not beyond the whistles. And it looks like someone got called to hand in cookie jar. And while we have a brief moment, we're going to take the opportunity to thank our sponsors and supporters while we're at the top of this third quarter in today's game. Speaking of eating in cookie jars, how about <laughs> going to Mobius Cafe and Pizzeria? Mobius Cafe and Pizzeria has been going to Veg Breakfast in Brenham for three years straight. You can reach Mobius at 979-251-9955, 979-251-9955. You can ask for Henry or Barbara, Mobius Cafe and Pizzeria. Also, auto check and auto repair out of spring. Uh, located at 1539 Cypress Spring Drive in Spring, Texas. You can call Steve at 281-440-1188, 281-440-1188. Call Steve, and he'll give you a 2016 Toyota while he diagnoses your vehicle. Also, 
Temple of Refuge Ministries <laughs> by uh, yours truly, Dr. Michael Prince. And has Sunday service at 9 a.m., located at 45372 Old Highway 290 in beautiful Prairie View, Texas. Sir, you've attended some of the services? I have attended some of the services, and it is an excellent, excellent service. I definitely get a great word by Dr. Prince. He delivers a word in such a way that you you know that you can understand it. Even a five, even a six-year-old can understand Dr. Prince's message, so I definitely appreciate him for that. So the application of the words, that's a beautiful thing. And, again, we want to thank Dr. Prince, and I also thank you, listener audience, for tuning in to this broadcast. I mean, you make this possible. Our sponsors help finance, but you make this possible. Now, you want to tell the listeners how they can also financially contribute? Absolutely. They can visit our website at obnradio.com. Again, that's obnradio.com. And they can also make a donation to our 87.9 tower in Prairie View, Texas. We're trying to raise our radio tower to get some more coverage throughout Prairie View and Waterland, Hempstead, and beyond. So you can definitely make a donation to that. And you can only do that by visiting obnradio.com. Emphasis on beyond. We want to be able and to, beyond. Yes, sir. Not just Thank local and beyond. Exactly. <laughs> we want to go as far as this broadcast with Curious. And, again, we thank, for, thank the listeners and we thank the sponsors for making all this possible. Absolutely, absolutely. And just to quickly catch you up to speed if you're just now tuning in, it has been all Rose Hill Eagles in today's ball game. First score after a 25-yard touchdown run by number seven, Matthew Carroll, midway through the first quarter. Then a blocked punt by Rose Hill in the back of the end zone to make the score 14-0. to zero. And here, early in the third quarter, a 40-yard touchdown pass to Vontae Green to make the score 21-0. to zero. He rumbled and stumbled for that touchdown, sir, because he went many yards and got tackled into the end zone. As he is back out on the field, we do have third down for the Lions as that pass is incomplete, and we do have flags on the play. Yep, a ball hit the, a defender on the back of the head. And we have holding charge against the Lions. Hmm. That's going to bring up fourth down for the Lions. Well, it's not, a, not the ideal situation. Um, I don't know which way the wind is blowing now, sir, but uh, <laughs> I don't know if it'll be a, a positive punt like it, it has been going the other way. But we have Matthew Carroll and. Uh, with teams, Craig Kelton back. With teams switch side, I'm not sure if winds switch side. I don't think. I don't think. You know, I don't think weather works that way. I'm not a meteorologist, but I'm not sure. Put your play one on the air. <laughs> so the punting units are out onto the field. Matthew Carroll, Colin Fossil back to receive the punts for the Eagles. As that kick is up and. It's going to be brought down at about the 44-yard line. Well, again, Ms. Davis, that's going to give Rose Hill positive yards, meaning they're, they're starting on the on the Lions' side of the field. Great for them. And a quick break in the action, some more action going on throughout the Open Mike Broadcast Network. The Wilder Bulldogs taking on Magnolia West, and they're leading by a score of 14-7 to in the second quarter. So, Wallace. First and 10 for the Eagles. Ball at about the 44-yard line. Eagles moving left to right. Carroll offset to Castillo's right. Mm. He's going to fake this one to Carroll. He's going to run up the middle, brought down at the gain of about, give him two yards on the play. I'm not sure if that was, uh, I guess it was a uh, scripted play, but 
didn't didn't look uh, didn't look like they yeah, were it, intentional. Yeah, it seemed like it was a scripted play. He just didn't really get opportunity to really sell the fake to Matthew um, Carroll going to the left side, so he can try to gain some more positive yards. Yes, sir. Now I've, I've noticed, you know, this whole season, you know, the quarterback runs over each play to the coach, gets the play, and runs back to the huddle. That's a lot of running. They expected to actually run the ball on a, on a, on a, on a keeper. <laughs> I don't think they've upgraded to the uh, to the microphones in the helmet. Maybe you can put in that request. <laughs> and you also sponsor want to get some microphones and helmets. That would be great. Second and eight for the Eagles as Castillo dropped back to pass. Rose oh, nice pass. Air this one downfield. Oh. And that pass is incomplete. Almost a one hand around the defender. But Craig Kelton actually reached around the defender and attempted to catch it on the opposite side of the defender. Like You've seen was, some pros do that. Seemed like he only had one arm to try to do, so I'm not sure if his uh, left arm was free. He tried to just reel that one in with his right arm, and he wasn't able to get to it. Yes, sir. The defender was between him he and the ball, and again, I guess he's going to pin the ball against the defender to catch it, and then grab it from around him and try and advance it. And he was did exactly what I kind of predicted in that first half. I kind of wanted to see him try to go down the field with McCray Kelton because we know he can get the job done. Sir. And they tried to on that second down, and they just came up short. McCray Kelton yes. is almost money. And they're going to bring up third and eight, and they're going to pitch this one to Ramirez to the left side, and he's going to explode through the hole. He's going to have a, enough for the Eagles' first down. Yeah, he, he did. He did. He did hit the corner with some uh, conviction, and uh, made a difference. And lo and behold, first down. First and ten for the Eagles. The ball is going to be placed at about the. 34-yard line. Eagles yeah. moving left to right. And, Ms. Davis, this is exactly the reason the, the short field and the uh, field position plays such an important part of the game. And Castillo drop back to pass, and that pass complete to Kelsey to the right side, and he's brought down. Nice gain of yards on the play. Give him about five yards. Yeah. I think Kelsey was uh, initially going to design to cut, catch the ball going into the uh, – Linebackers, but he turned it back out. He still able to get like six yards, but um, nice play. Yeah, and I like the way uh, Kelton just kind of turned up the field and just kind of gained what he can get. It was nice positive yards, one first down. That's going to bring up second and five for the Eagles. Oh, I take second and five, second and four all the time. Ball Great the, position to be in on the 37-yard line going in. Yes, sir. And Castillo's going to hand this off to the big man green up the middle. Has a wide open hole. And he's going to have more than enough for Eagles first down. Gain of about seven yards on the plate. Yes, sir. He's uh, hit off tackle to the left. Um, took a took a hit, but still got uh, positive yards. Falling forward. First and ten for the Eagles. Ball placed at the 20-yard line. Eagles moving left to right. Seven minutes remaining here in the third quarter. Eagles on top of this one, 21-0. to zero. As we have all three running backs in the backfield at the same time, Matthew Carroll, Hines, Ramirez, Bonte Green, and they hand this one off to Green. Oh, oh, he's going to run over a defender oh, my goodness. to gain more positive yards for the Eagles, gain of about five yards on the play. And just so you wow. know, he ran over big 75, Parker Gonzalez. I mean, who who's bigger than uh, Monte Green himself? He goes for positive yards. Second down at about five for the That's Eagles. That's you dip your shoulder, sir. Absolutely, and Monte Green is a big running back. There's no reason why you shouldn't be lowering your shoulder on every play. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get in and keep those legs moving, sir. 
And Castillo's going to hand this one off. Oh, look at that. Yes. Again, that's number 21 for Kyle Flores. The Eagles. Kyle Flores freshman. for the Eagles. The freshman running back getting a little bit of action on yeah, offense. He looked good. I mean, he hit the hole and switched <laughs> around. And <laughs> so, should we, so should we add him as number four to the repertoire? You got <laughs> Matthew Carroll, Hans, Monte Green, now Kyle Flores. Should we add him as what? number four? Kyle Flores is going to be Matthew. Uh, is going to be um, – Hans Ramirez is understudy. He's going to be in the role of understudy. Third and about three for the Eagles. They expect to run from Green, and they're going to do just that. Hand it to Monte Green up the middle, and it's going to be enough for Eagles. First down. Okay. They're turning the clock out. Well, just grinding through. I'm just, just grinding through. It looks like it's going to be that first and ten. That, first and goal. That first and goal. is first and goal for the Eagles. At the maybe the nine yard line? Just right inside the ten. We'll call it the nine yard line. Eagles moving left to right. Five minutes remaining here in the third quarter. Eagles on top of this one, twenty one to zero. That. As Castillo dropped back the pass and he's gonna air this one. In the end zone, wow. incomplete, but we do have flags on the play. That was the Braden Lambert. That was Braden Lambert. up by that defender. Yes, sir. Tangled up, and that's going to be a yes, play. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. I mean, that was an isolation play where they just had uh, the receivers to the left-hand side. It was a mismatch. Yes, it was sir. definitely a mismatch. Braden Lambert is definitely the bigger guy. Probably about as the receiver. six, eight inches, right? Yes, sir. He definitely has a lot of height on that cornerback, and the cornerback knew it. That's why he was holding it so much, just trying not to let him get away. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, if I'm not mistaken, they might just come right back the same play. I would. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Fade in the back of the end there zone. There you go. Exactly. Or you can play a safe and hand off to the big man green up the middle. Well, I think you need to and let Kyle, give, give Lambert a and, shot at And it. let Kyle Flores and Hines Ramirez lead the way. There you go. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's either give Lambert another shot. He did a great job. And you hand it to Tuvante Green, but I feel like the Lions defense heard me here in the broadcast because <laughs> they met him in the back of the end zone. I mean, in the back of the, in the, in the line of scrimmage. They sniffed that out. They sniffed that out, and he got he lost yards, sir. So, again, I say spread the wealth, hit another uh, corner uh, pass route to Lambert, give him give him some uh, chance to score some points or – like I said, after making those, after making those predictions, I think my is my is my mic wired into the defense of the <laughs> Lions. So. I'm not sure. You tell me. <laughs> and nonetheless, no matter how far they get backed up, it's still going to be second and goal for the Eagles. As we have a little shifty movement, Monte Green had got, got the hesitation and it kind of kind of went a little too early. And we have, we have more than, against the Eagles. More than one Eagle moving, so I'm not sure they understood the count. We had about three or four. I'm Eagles. not sure. I saw Vontae Green move first to the right. Yeah, well, I saw the line as well. line moved as well. And so. what do we say? Normally when somebody like that moves fast, either they're getting the ball or they know who's getting the ball. There you go. So, nonetheless, it's still second and goal for the Eagles, even though they're backed up five yards to their to the 10-yard line of the Lions. I predict pass play on this here. As we have timeout on the play, they're going to be charged against the Eagles. 
340 remaining here in the third quarter. Eagles on top of this one, 21 to zero. Again, this is um, turning into, I won't call it a route, but it's a, it's a lopsided at this point. Um, they had spurts where the Lions were able to move the ball. Um, their first drive with, with Morgan, did they uh, came back in the third quarter, was it, or the second quarter with, with uh, Guerrero running? running? Um, he got a lot of positive yards for running it was, back. It was, like towards, it was towards the end of the first quarter leading into the second quarter. Oh, okay, okay. And then um, and now, since though Roll seals in the um, – Angry Bird seat, not Cat Bird, but Angry Bird Angry seat. Bird seat. They're knocking on the door yet again at the 10 yard line of the Lions, and it's only second down. Only second down, but they have to score. score. They, they do have to score. No matter how far since the start off is first and goal, no matter how far back they go, they can get back here to the 30. They still have to score. Yes, sir. Otherwise, it will be a turnover on downs, or they might bring in the super foot, Brady Ward. Castillo dropped back to pass, and that oh, pass wow. is complete. Phil McCray killed him wide wow. open for an Angry Bird touchdown. Wow. He was so open. He was so open, you almost inclined to drop the ball. <laughs> you know, because you're like, yeah, you can't believe you're that open. <laughs> and we have a flag, another flag on the play. Okay, I'm not sure what's going on here. Waiting to see. What exactly is Maybe going on? Eagle shenanigans as they were going down field? Anything? Trying to prolong this game. I'm not sure. Is that what they're doing? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make it sweet in Sugarland. Land? Let's see what we got. Well, it looks and like there's a penalty against the Eagles. Was that the – was that unsportsmanlike? So it's going to be unsportsmanlike conduct charge against the Eagles. For excessive celebration, that call frustrates me. I do yeah. not like that call. I really don't. You do the work. You score the touchdown. You let them have that moment. You should be allowed to celebrate. Now, I understand it's not the celebration. It's excessive celebration. But nonetheless, he's the one that's doing the work. Let him, let, just let them have that moment. that moment. I am an advocate for players anytime that that's, that's called. But nonetheless, it's going to be second and long. Oh. And that pass is intercepted. By the Lions, as he gets past the 10, he's going to be brought down at about the 15-yard line. That was, that was number 24. That was number 24. I'm sorry. That was number I'm 24, sorry. Christian Fraser, for the Lions. And that's going to be a fresh set of downs for the Lions. That's what I'm talking about. We had a touchdown yes. in the previous play. You're exactly right. But because of an excessive celebration call by the officials, now in the next play, the interception, by number 24, Christian Fraser, and because of it, now we have first and 10 Lions. Un- unbelievable. It is. exactly right. I mean, we're played by Frazier. I mean, he, he sniffed it out, caught it. As we're going to have first and 10 for the Lions. At the 15-yard line. Oh, Three thirty remaining here in the third quarter. Twenty-one-zero is our score after a touchdown taken back oh. for excessive celebration. Yeah. As that pass is batted down, that's going to bring up second down for the Lions. Seems though the score was not counted. He was celebrating. Breakup was celebrating prior to crossing the goal line. That penalty was recognized, so that was not again. A score. Again, maybe I'm simple-minded, but why is that still even a rule? 
<laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So it's his fault. He decided to celebrate at the one before he crossed the goal line. <laughs> wow. So, nonetheless, after that completion, it's going to bring up second and 10 for the Lions. 3.30 remaining here in the third quarter. 21-0, our score in favor of the Eagles. You know, if I am the Rose Hill Eagles, I would take that out on the offense of the Lions on this offensive possession and just be just as physical as you can possibly be. As you I can, between the, the whistles. Between the whistles. The Manning brothers, uh, 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 DeSoto, all those guys just be as physical as you can possibly be. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's see what the Manning brothers are going to say, have to say about this. As Morgan is going to write this right well, side, and he's been, be. he's been pressured, and he's going to spin off of one defender, and he still is on his feet, and he's running on the right side, and he has some daylight. It's the first down. And oh. he's running out of bounds, but I believe he fumbled the ball, and it appears that it may be recovered by the Eagles, as the Eagles sidelines say they had the ball. What does the umpire say, sir? <laughs> And it's going to be Eagles football. Wow. That's what I'm talking about. What did I say, Mr. Cobb? Take it out on the offense of the Lions after that unbelievable excessive play call. And nonetheless, we have first and ten for the Eagles after a fumble on the sideline. You said take it out on the uh, Lions offense. Because that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. That that call was ridiculous. Nonetheless, got first and ten for the Eagles. I formation setup, and they're gonna pitch oh, this one to oh. back to Kale, and he's gonna fumble the ball, oh, and it is recovered by the Lions. <laughs> this man, wow. that, that fumble was recovered yet again by number twenty-four, Christian Fraser. He had an interception on the previous play and a fumble recovery on this play. Unbelievable. In the span of Four plays, we've had <laughs> three turnovers. <laughs> Interception, a fumble, and another fumble. Wow. <laughs> and Matthew Carroll caught it. He just did not bring it in. It ball bounces ahead of him. It is oblong, so it's liable to bounce any direction. And Christian Frazier comes up with his second second uh, turnover. Well, I have to give props to Christian Frazier. He's always at the right place at the right time. Yes, He's at the right yes, place sir. at the right time for that interception and for this fumble. There. Absolutely. And he plays on both sides of the ball. Well, he just missed a He's block a, punt and a, a kick return for touchdown. <laughs> so ball set up at the 40-yard line. Lions moving right to left. And they're going to hand this one to Guerrero. And he's going to lose about a yard on the play. Guess who tackled him, sir? Number 53. Number 53, the senior Manning himself. And that last. Just, just out of observations, the younger Manning actually uh, shot into the end zone. Did not did not make the play. But he shot it in his own. Well, that's why you got the bigger. That's why you got the bigger man in to kind of clean up to clean up for the little brother. There you go. Clip, clean up for Trevor. <laughs> I can hear Mrs. Mommy, Mommy Man saying. <laughs> Two twelve remaining here in the third quarter. Twenty one zero. Our score in favor of the Eagles. Second and eleven for the Lions. As Borden is going to do a bootleg, Nick, and he's going to run up the middle. He's going to get past the fifty and past the forty. Has a little bit of daylight, and he runs out of bounds at about the 33-yard line. Sir, we mentioned this earlier when the game started, how elusive Morgan was. He is very elusive. He's very elusive. He's very shifty 
if you think you can bring down Ethan Morgan with just arm tackle, mm-hmm. you're mistaken. And that was a naked bootleg to the left, and he finishes playing on the right side of the field because he, he snaked his way through and all the way across and got about a 30-yard gain. As it appears that we have an injured player on the field. That's number four, Eric Johnson. Eric Johnson for the Eagles. It appears that Eric Johnson is all right. He's on his feet. Were you able to see what happened, sir? It was on the far sideline. Not quite sure. A lot of things happened over there on the sidelines. As you on the sidelines, on the piles. There you go. A lot of things happened that you exactly. never know about. Will you pray tell what happens under those piles, sir? <laughs> You want to share that, huh? No, okay. it's, it's, it's too you. much. Okay. It's too okay. much. It'll take the rest of the broadcast. Unfortunately, yes, I don't sir. think we have time. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, we'll keep the audience guessing as what occurs on those files, but it's nothing nice. So, nonetheless, after a huge, huge bootleg run by the quarterback, Ethan Morgan, that's going to bring up a first and 10 for the Lions. Lions. So, they're on the third yard line? Yeah, about, the, about the 33-yard line. Yes, sir. Eagles, Lions moving right to left. And they're going to run another bootleg to the left oh, side. And that up. pass is tipped. And it falls to the ground. It's going to make that one incomplete. That ball was chipped up. And big number 62, Brayden Cubs, was in the vicinity. But it fell prior to his uh, being able to make it to the spot. That would be interesting seeing a big 62 with the ball in his hand. And it's interesting to note that the Lions on the really only have about 15 players suited up for this entire football game. You know what that means, sir? Unbelievable. Conditioning, conditioning, to be able to go both ways. Because you play with 11 at a time. Yes, you only have about 15 players suited up. Yes, That's sir. unbelievable. We have a player on the sideline who's injured. We have a player who's ejected. So, you're right. Second and 10 for the Lions. Lions moving right to left. 140 remaining here late in the third quarter. 21-0 to zero our score in favor of the Eagles. Morgan's going to hand this out to Guerrero up the middle. And he's brought down. No, oh. his legs moving, but the ball comes out. Fumble on the play. Eagles are saying that they have it, but he was down before the ball came out, and unfortunately, the ground cannot cause a fumble. Correct, and it looks as though I agree with you. It looks like he was down prior to. Well, hold on now. There's calling it a fumble, and it's going to be Eagles football. Wow, I'm not sure. I guess the ref had a better look, but yeah, I thought that was odd. I thought he was down. Ground, the ground normally cannot cause a fumble, but it did on that play. Yes, sir. It, yes, sir. it did on that play. Go figure. So, make that four turnovers within the span of what? Right. Within that six short minutes. Time. Exactly. Five, six minutes. So. Something. <laughs> we go from uh, uh, turnovers are us. <laughs> so, first and ten for the Eagles moving left to right. Ball at about the 23-yard line. And they hand this to Devontae Green up the middle, and he explodes through the pile and gains about 11 yards and enough for an Eagles first down. See what, again, the line of the Rose Hill Eagles are getting such a push. And, again, you just mentioned a moment, uh, sir, they're playing with about 15 players, and it's very hard to go an entire game both ways. Some should have fatigued. Well, 15 game. guys, absolutely. I would even say if you got 24 guys, Still gets hard. It yeah. still gets a little difficult. They have 15 injured. guys yes, sir. with injured players. Yes, sir. Very tough. First and 10 for the Eagles. Ball at about the 37-yard line. As they hand this oh, one out to Ramirez. And he exposed to the middle. And he gains about 
16 Yo, yards. That's, that's, uh, Castillo. that's yeah, Castillo. And he has Beer enough King. for Eagles' first down. Take the ball and kept it for himself, and he dipped in that for uh, some positive yards there. And we got to remember that. Cameron Castillo can do it just as well. We know him for Matthew Carroll, Monte Green, Hans Ramirez. But you can't with Cameron Castillo can do it just as well as those other guys. And he can scramble, sir. First and ten for the Eagles. Castillo face this one. And he passed. Oh, passes oh, my goodness. On the tip of his fingertips. I mean, he, he the ball's on slightly behind him, but it's a very catchable pass. Um, I think he's trying to maintain his feet. And he just caught it and just gone down. That was one thing. But I think he's trying to maintain his feet. So, Fossil's not able to bring the ball in. As we, as we have 7.7 seconds remaining here in the third quarter, 21-0, our score in favor of the Angry Birds. Yes, sir, and that was a good play-action pass by um, Justin on that, that last play. Yes, sir, and it was just off the fingertips of Colin Fossil. Second and 10 for the Eagles. Ball placed at the 48-yard line. Hand off to Matthew Carroll to the left side. He's going to stretch this one to the sideline, literally all the way to the sideline, and brought down after gaining about two yards on the play. Yeah, that play was on the, started on the left hash, and it ran to the left. So he didn't have a whole lot of real estate to work with. Um, speedy back, but you still need some area to operate within. And uh, he just ran out of real estate. And as I said before, you know, that's the typical runs that we're going to see about Matthew Carroll. It's going to be the stretch plays. It's either going to be stretch left or stretch right. But those are the type of plays that we're going to see by Matthew Carroll. We're just going to normally see Hans Ramirez and Vontae Green running in between the guards and the tackles. You're exactly right. That's great observation and great prediction on your part. And it's just uh, it's been the form for success tonight for the Eagles for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's, that's going to bring us to the end of the third quarter here in today's game from Sugarland, Texas. Andre Davis, Mr. Kendall Cobb. And we're going to take this moment to quickly thank our sponsors and supporters for today's broadcast. Oh, we definitely want to thank Hexair Comfort Solutions. Okay, at 22803 Shield Road in Cypress, Texas, 77433. Also, Farmers Insurance Agency out of the Hempstead office. Natanya Chapel can be reached at 979-826-3026, 979-826-3026. We are farmers. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Teams have switched sides, third and seven for the Eagles. And Colin Fosso throws to the right side. That pass is complete to Vontae Green, but he's met immediately after catching the ball, losing about two yards on the play. That's going to bring up fourth and 11 for the Eagles. Seems like the Eagles went back to their bread and butter uh, screen and um, they snipped out immediately by the Lions defense. Yes, sir. Okay. The same play that worked in the first half. They gave Monte Green a, what, a 40-yard touchdown run. Same play that worked. I don't blame the coaching staff for the Road to the Eagles for calling that exact same play. Don't bro- don't fix it unless it's broken. There you go. It ain't broke. Don't fix it. There you go. Punting you in the outage. Oh. To the field. As this punt is waved off, and it's going to be fielded at about the 22-yard line. 11-12 remaining here in the fourth quarter, 21-0, our score in favor of the Rose Hill Eagles. Well, this has been, uh, um, I won't say a tell-two ask, because it's been Rose Hill in both halves, but 
again, uh, the Lions have made some uh, positive yards on some plays. But again, these kids are playing their hearts out. They they play both ways. They don't have a lot of uh, players to even start with. They have injured players. They have an injected player. There's so many different things going on. So hats off to them for putting up their valiant effort today. The game's not over, though. Absolutely. That's something I had to point out when I saw that, because I saw how small the sideline was for the Lions. I just had to mention that. Not small in town, just small in numbers. Yes, sir. <laughs> so first and 10 for the Lions, moving left to right ball at about the 22-yard line. As oh, Morgan's nice. going to do another move leg, leg. time to the right side, keeping himself, and he's going to get past the 25, oh, past the 30, still on his feet, past the 40, and he's going to be brought down out of bounds. At about the 44-yard line. Sir, he had that ball out like Michael Vick. <laughs> <laughs> Good observation, Mr. Kendall Cobb. Yes, sir. And they're going to use Morgan for the remaining of the fourth quarter if you are the Lions. Bootleg left, bootleg right. Because this guy is Quarterback very draw. shifty. A multitude of things. So first and ten for the Lions moving left to right. He'll hand this off to Guerrero up the middle. Uh-huh. He's going to be patient. Met at about the line of scrimmage. They're going to give him forward progress. And he's going to gain about four yards on the play. So that was um, some positive yards for the Lions. Again, those big linemen are tired. <laughs> They've been going to the whole game, sir. Absolutely. The entire game, they are playing with their hearts despite of the numbers. That's just something I have to commend them for. And this time, Morgan is going to keep it himself to the left side, shed a few defenders, brought down at the gain of about three yards. Yes, sir. It's close to a first down, so it's lead third and maybe three, three in the long third and four. Just a quick update. For our listeners, Magnolia West is leading Waller by the score of 23-14 to 14 in the third quarter. Madisonville leading Royal by the score of 51-0. to zero. That game is at halftime. Your Rose Hill Eagles are leading the Lions 21-0, to zero, 9-25 remaining in the fourth quarter. It was a touchdown call back, as you plainly uh, pointed out earlier. It would have changed the score for the Rose Hill. Another run up the middle by Guerrero. Only gains about a yard on the play. That's going to bring go fourth down for the Lions. Sir, I will go for his fourth quarter. quarter. I will yeah, go have for no it. choice. Yes, sir. Have no choice. Fourth and about three for the Lions. Nine minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. And, again, you have to go for it. It's the fourth quarter. You really have nothing right. to lose at this point. Correct. You're running out of time. You're running out of Just make it happen. Every time, Morgan's going to fake. To Guerrero, he's going to run to the left side, and he has more than enough for the first down, and he's going to run out of bounds after an explosive run to about the 20-yard line. Sir, I have, I'm have i not keeping official stats. But I oh, he has well over 100. Yes, sir. He, he has well over 100. He has about 150 yards. I mean, 130. <laughs> I mean, he has some yards to, to, to spare. He's uh, taking that ball, and he's going with it. He's just a junior, I believe, isn't he? The quarterback, Ethan Morgan, yes, sir, he is a junior. So after that big run by Ethan Morgan, it's going to bring up a first down for the Lions. Another handoff to Guerrero at the middle. 
and he gains about two yards on the play. A lot of, a lot of lateral movement, like you know, like say, east, west, or north, south. So there's a lot of motion, a lot of energy, but not a lot of positive yards as a result of that. And they're really just going with the run of this entire drive, but gaining positive yards while doing so. Now again, has there been a completed pass for the Lions? I don't think so. Maybe one. One? Maybe one. Uh, maybe stepping down on the ledge, Mr. Cobb, uh, maybe one. Yes, sir. Here we and go. And there's your completed pass, oh, Mr. My Cobb. Goodness, boy, a big game. And a Lions waiting for the signal. Not He didn't quite get in the end zone. But he gets to the goal line, and there is your completed pass, Mr. Wow. Cobb. You've been asking for it, and there it is, a completed pass to number 34, Kyle Goosby, for the Lions. And that ball okay, is going to be at the goal line. We have a an eagle down, and the, the players are gathered around, so this doesn't look good. Yes, sir, we do have an injured eagle on the play. As we hear what it is with the trainers are attending to him, he's lying motionless. I don't know if it's a leg injury or shoulder injury, but I can't tell. The single digit, maybe Matthew Carroll. Looks like a single digit number. What was seven one? What was seven fifty six remaining here in the fourth quarter? He was on top twenty one to zero. The next time we'll be coming at you at OBN Radio. Not quite for Rose Hill, but on tomorrow for our Blinn. Broadcast. Glenn Buccaneers are hosting right. Northeastern Oklahoma A&M for their homecoming 2017. Kickoff for that game will be at 3 p.m. You can listen live on Channel 1 of the Upper Mike Broadcast Network. Will the good doctor be in the house with us, sir? The good doctor, Mike Prince himself, will be in the house for us. Will you be in the house? Yes, sir. I will be in the house. God Mr. Kendall Cobb will be in the house. Yours truly, Andre Davis, will be in the house for that broadcast. It, it is homecoming. Chicken be in the house. We're not sure yet. We're not sure yet. As that is the homecoming for the Bland Buccaneers and their last game of the regular season played at home for their homecoming. And Bland's been very competitive this year. So it's Absolutely. Every game is very exciting to come and watch. Absolutely. So first, and first down for the Lions. And a handoff to Guerrero up the middle. Waiting to get the signal. And he is in wow. for a Lions touchdown. That was a, that was a hard one yard, but Guerrero dipped, he literally dipped his shoulders down, put his head in there, and just and got that ball across the, the plane. So, so they, they, the Lions get on the board. Yes, sir. The Lions get on the board here midway through the fourth quarter by a one-yard touchdown to Jonah, Jonah Guerrero. But we can't – we have to mention the play of Ethan Morgan as his shifty running and his big plays – Bootleg left, bootleg right. On this particular drive, it's what led them to the goal line. And that pass. And that pass. The one completely <laughs> Kyle Goosley at the goal line. Yes, sir. It appears no, that the Lions the are going to go for two. And a pitch to Guerrero, and he's met oh, my goodness. before the goal line, and he did not get it. Was that Brayden Cubler? No. That was <laughs> Big Brother Manny. <laughs> Big Brother Manny. So they did not get the two, but they do get the six points here in the fourth quarter to make the score 21-6. to six. Still in favor of the Rose Hill Christian Eagles, if you're just now tuning in to today's broadcast. Well, today, I mean, look at thus far, the uh, it is 21-6. And lo and behold, 
Lions did break that plane, get a score on the board. We're not, a, not successful in their two-point conversion, but that does give them hope and confidence. Again, these young men are playing their hearts out. They're playing with very few numbers. Uh, some of the smaller uh, some of the smaller players, some freshmen out here, but they're playing their hearts out. So, yeah, I got to admire that. But I just I just had to mention that, you know, just being able to play with those guys here in the game of football, even though you play with 11 at one time, that's not an easy thing to do. No, no. It's really and not. both ways. I mean, this is a little both ways you have to. out here making it happen. Same guys that's playing offense, same guys playing defense, special teams, everything. Sir. <laughs> like I said, a true band of brothers out here sticking together and making it happen. And I think the uh, the kicker for the Lions was the same guy that got ejected. Well, they they make a credit to the fact that it's why they had to go for two on not that last, on that last play. Well, also, they do have to catch up, you know, here in the fourth quarter, but I do believe that the kicker – was ejected. I'm not sure on that one. Yes, sir. 70, the freshman. The freshman. Yes, sir. He's the biggest. And Matthew Carroll back to receive this one for the Eagles. And he's going to fill this one at about the 15-yard line. He's going to get past the 20. He's going to be brought down at about the 27-yard line. Sir. Well, I got to mention something, sir. I've been noticing this whole game. So there's a freshman out there for the Logos Prep Lions. Number eight, Joshua Coons. Diminutive guy, but he has heart. He's been out there making it happen. <laughs> I mean, he's been in on plays. He's not scared to mix it up. He's Size, tall. size put aside. He's ready to hit his, his, his uh, fight spirit belies his side. But one thing I've noticed in this conference, size doesn't mean anything. As the Eagles are going to start this possession at about the 27-yard line, moving right to left, high formation set up. Ramirez up the middle, picks up about three yards, trying to push the pile forward on the play. <laughs> there was a uh, tremendous push by the uh, offensive line trying to help their their guy moving forward, but the Lions were not having it. As, as the announcer just mentioned, a pride of Lions took that runner down. And so if Simba and Nala in the group took, took that runner down. Absolutely. If I'm the Rose Hill Eagles, I will continue to work that clock and use all three running backs to do so. Use Hans Ramirez. That way no that way no one gets tired. Correct. Use Hans Ramirez. Use Vontae Green, Matthew Carroll, and just continue and to push keep, that foul forward. Yes, sir. Foul forward. the defensive, defensive players guessing. So second and seven for the Eagles. He's going to drop back to pass, and that pass is complete, and he's going to have enough for Eagles first down. I believe that was number – High, that was Heinz Ramirez on a on a on a completed pass for the Eagles. Good job! And again, they didn't mix it up as they're doing. He hit Brayden Lambert. Let's see what Brayden Lambert has. That's a big receiver. Yeah, they Brayden, one time he's, he's been kind of quiet. He definitely has a size advantage. And he blocks downfield. So I've been watching. He has he delivers blocks twenty yards down the field. Well, the thing, well, I know they've kind of switched that. They put Ethan Morgan, your kind of bigger guy, on Brayden Lambert. Here at the bottom of the screen. Yes, sir. I guess they snipped out what we saw. Hand off to Vontae Green up the middle. Gains about three yards on the play. Nice downfield block by uh, McCray Kelton. Always, again, play between the whistles. Play until you can. And I'm, you hear the whistle. And I like to see that by guys. You know, normally yeah. it's like if you're not getting the ball and you try to take plays off, not try to go as hard with the blocking. Yeah. We don't see that from Craig Kelton. Whether he's getting the ball or not, he's Thank going you. 110% every single play. No Randy Moss here, sir. <laughs> 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 Craig goes every play all the time. Yes, sir. 
So the Eagles are moving the ball, controlling the clock as we have five minutes remaining here in the fourth quarter. Second down and six for the Eagles. And Castillo is going to run this one up the middle himself with a quarterback draw. He picks up about four yards on the play. Nice positive yards by Cameron Castillo, pushing the power forward. And that's going to bring up about third and one for the Eagles, ball at about the 49-yard line. Yes, sir. So rewarded with a near first down for the Eagles. And Lions are going to regroup and think it over and see what they can do. Maybe get their the kids a blow because they've been going again both ways. Well, this will be a big third down for the Lions if they can stop the Eagles on this third and a manageable one here on this particular play as they find themselves down 21-6 to here in the fourth quarter with 4.51 remaining. And if you're just now tuning in, we'll let you all know that you can catch us tomorrow broadcasting for the Blend Buccaneers as they are hosting the Northeastern Oklahoma A&M for their for Blend's homecoming for 2017. Kickoff for that game is scheduled for 3 p.m., which means we'll be coming at you with the pregame show at about 2.30. And, again, you can listen to that live on Channel 1 of the Open Mic Broadcast Network as that next play Planned out to Ramirez is going to be more than enough for Eagles first down. Well, actually, sir, uh, Ramirez was tackled forward. Tackled, tackled. The <laughs> kind of came from behind. Kind of pushed him over, for yes, knocked him forward uh, over the first for the for first down for the Eagles. <laughs> it wasn't intentional. The player just had to get him down. So it just had to come from that angle and knocked him forward. And nonetheless, the clock continues to run with 419 remaining here in the fourth quarter. As Green is offset to Castillo's right. And hand off to Green up the middle. He picks up about three y- two yards on the play. Yeah. Big play by Parker uh, Gonzalez taking down Monday Green. The ball. Probably about 260, taking it down 240. <laughs> the two big guys. This is explosiveness Battle. on that play. Just. Battle of the big guys. <laughs> ball is about the four. Four. You won't remember this at all, sir, but it was 1966 Toho movie, War of the Gargantuas. You're like right. Godzilla type movie, and uh, that was that right there, sir. Yeah, you're right. I have no idea about it. <laughs> <laughs> I have it on DVD. <laughs> second and eight for the Eagles. Another handoff to Monte Green up the middle. This time, only gains about a yard on the play. It looks as though that was to take down by uh, Remington Strickland. And with 3:25 remaining here in the fourth quarter, it's going to bring up third down yet again for the Eagles. And the Lions are going to burn another timeout. Yes, sir. Well, sir, if if Parker Gonzalez at 260 taking down Vontae Green at 240 was water gargantuous, when freshman Remington Strickland took him down, he looks to be about 275 <laughs> taking down uh, 240-pound uh, Vontae Green. So I don't know what you call that. That's the you, you uh, clash of the Titans. Yeah, you got, that's guys, that's you, got, you got guys over 230 pounds uh, clashing against each other. There's no need for everybody else. No. Yeah, no everybody, back and let the bed yeah, everybody, yeah, exactly, there. because you're just going to get plowed out of the way. That's Ali Foreman right there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get mixed up in that power somewhere. That's that power I was telling you about. There you go. If you don't you fit, go. it's going to show. Yes, sir. <laughs> so it Lions are going to burn another timeout as the Eagles are faced with another third down and again. With 3.25 remaining here in the fourth quarter, the last third down was very crucial for the Lions. This third down is going to be even more crucial for the Lions. If they allow the Eagles to get this first down, 
chances are pretty much over at this point. Not looking good for the line defense. And they're going to hand this off to Ramirez, and he's going to be met at the line of scrimmage. He's going to lose about two yards on the play. You just spoke of the uh, Lions defense to step it up. They step up, they did. It's fourth down, and it's probably about fourth down and eight because there was a loss of yards. So I don't know what the Eagles plan on doing. So even like the punt team might be coming out? Yes, sir. The punting unit is coming out onto the field. Even though the clock continues to run, it does bring up fourth down and a chance for the Lions offense to come back out onto the field here on this next drive. Johnson back to the snap. As the kick is up high in the sky. That was almost blocked. And my goodness. And the ball will be filled about the 24-yard line as we have flags on the play. Yeah, it's like Matthew Carroll tackled Christian Frazier before the ball even came down. Not what the doctor ordered if you are the Rose Hill Eagles. You have to be disciplined on those plays. There's that D word, discipline. You have to be disciplined. You're late in the ball game. You do not want to give the Lions more yards. And put them in position to score. The game's not over until the final whistle is blown, so don't, don't give up. Uh, yards don't give up plays. The ball would have been at about the 20-yard line. Now it's at the 40-yard line. Lions moving left to right. First and 10, 21-6 our score in favor of the Rose Hill Eagles. 2-32 remaining here late in the fourth quarter. So trips to the right for the Lions in the backfield. As Williams Back to pass, and he's going to throw left. That pass is complete, and he keeps his feet moving past the 40, past the 30. Nothing but daylight. Touchdown, Lions. This game is not over. I just bought it. It's not over to the fast lady. There you go. She's not warming up yet. (laughs) I don't don't hear her uh, clearing her throat there. Unbelievable. And let me just say this Uh, much. Great catch and great uh, focus because Matthew Carroll delivered just as the ball came in. Matthew Carroll threw his body at at uh, Kyle Goldsby. Yes, and he sir. he still hung on to the ball and streaked down the, down the field for a touchdown. That was uh, like a 60-yard touchdown. Yeah, it was a 60-yard touchdown pass to number 34, Kyle Goosby. As the Lions are going to go for two, and yeah. as that pass is incomplete, that makes the score – should be 21-12 in favor of the Eagles. Unbelievable. It is not over yet. Do not go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. 21-12, our score now, still in favor of the Rose Hill Eagles with 221 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Agreed. And, you know, at this time, for the onside kick, I mean, they need the ball back. They have two minutes to go. You can't afford to let the offense uh, work. So, I certainly expect an onside kick in this instance. Absolutely. You have to go with an onside kick here with 221 remaining here in the fourth quarter. And you will go back on game film and look at that play by Matthew Carroll on the punt and say, hey, that could, that's very costly. That's very costly. There that's what go. cost us this ball game if, in fact, it turns out that way. You have right. to be disciplined because those type of plays, where they would have been put at the 20-yard line, 
put them at the 40-yard line, right. gave them an extra 20 more yards, those yards are valuable yeah. in the game of football. Football is a game of yards and inches, you know. And let me say this much. I don't know if they had – I don't see the hands team up front. Or is, there, is that the hands team up front? I guess so. Well, it's going to be the same 11 guys in this game. They're the hands team, they're the punting team, they're everybody. As they're going to go with the onside oh! kick. And it's built by the Eagles, but my goodness, ladies and gentlemen. That was a cartoon hit. Lord have that's, mercy. That's uh, Goosley who delivered that hit. The same guy that made the, that made the 60-yard touchdown yes. catch. I mean, he delivered. Oh, my goodness. That, wow. But let's, but let's give credit where credit is due to number 16, Ricky Gutierrez, for, for staying focused and not losing the ball because he was plowed over once he caught it. I think the ball was uh, embedded was... to his chest. I mean, <laughs> why? thank you. Thank you. That was a hit. Oh, Lord have that mercy. Was a hit. So, nonetheless. Wow. Correct. I, I think Eagles, he just embedded his chest. The, the Eagles <laughs> were set up shop. Yeah, exactly. Wow. At about the 48-yard line. Hand out to Ramirez up the middle. He's, and he's going to oh, keep his this. legs moving. Hines Ramirez gave him about 12 yards on the play. He runs out of his shoes, sir. So that 12-yard run by Hans Ramirez is going to move the chains for the Rose Hill Eagles. So there's been a Kyle Flores sighting. The freshman <laughs> 21 coming in for running back by uh, Ramirez puts the shoe back on. So clock continues to run here in the fourth quarter. 148 remaining. 21-12 our score in favor of the Eagles. So these Lions have a lot of fight left in them. Yes, sir. To say we only got 15 guys, only about 12 guys playing. Thank you. A lot, a lot of a lot fight. Of I've seen a lot of heart. Heart of a lion. Heart of a lion. How about that? Ball about the 48-yard line. 38-yard line to be yes, exact. Yes, sir. Hand off to Green up the middle. Keeps his feet moving, lowers his shoulder. Picks up about seven yards Mr. for Davis, the Eagles. What, what do you always say about running backs? You have to lower your shoulder, keep your legs keep moving. Keep your legs moving, sir. And that's what he did. And now it's second and maybe four. Yes, sir. Clock continues to run with about a minute left remaining here in the fourth quarter. That's still getting the signal from Coach Lane. And they're trying to put this one away as the clock does tick down. Yes, sir. Looks like they're going in bigger formation. Probably just going to deal this one. Yes, sir. And they're going to do exactly that. They're Classic going to deal move by this Coach Lane. As we have a timeout call, it appears that the Lions are going to burn another timeout with 43 seconds remaining here in this game. And one of my none of our listeners, the next time we'll be coming at you for our Eagles broadcast. Will be next Friday as the Eagles will take on Legacy Christian Academy. That game will be played at home. Kickoff of that game is scheduled for 7 p.m. If you're in the area, please come out and support these Rose Hill Eagles in town ball and see them play live at Rose Hill High at Rose Hill Christian School. One nine eight. Well, you know that. Listen, it's in town ball. Just east of Mushi. How about that? <laughs> and the next time we'll be coming at you with our blend broadcast. We'll be on tomorrow as they're taking on Northeastern Oklahoma A&M for their homecoming. Kickoff for that game is scheduled for 3 p.m. You can catch all of that on Channel 1, and you can only catch it on 
the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, to borrow a line from our favorite YouTube star, how about that? How about that? <laughs> cash me outside. <laughs> Speaking of cash, we were our Mr. Cash Kelso, who was injured with his, uh, like he had a serious uh, shakeup last week. Yes, sir. Playing his game. Hopefully, he makes it back. Um, not just for football, but just just for his safety. Young man's a gamer, and he oh, gets good in there and he bounces back after most plays. But that was a pretty big oh, he hit. He was a pretty big hit. On, it was on the far sideline too. You know, we but never we, we could even we can tell the impact of that hit last week, even then during the play. So, yeah, I've never seen a player like Cash Kelso. No. You know the way he comes out onto the field, how explosive he plays, how big he plays because he's not a very big guy either. No, no, no. He's maybe one. 50 wet. He's not a big guy. He's not a big guy, but just like Jacob Barrera, just like DeSoto, just like uh, uh, Ben Ramirez. Hans Ramirez, they play up to their size and beyond. And, and beyond. that's one thing I love about these Rose Hill Eagles. I got to mention one more guy you thought about. You made me think of something. Yeah, you mentioned Jacob Barrera, but what about Ben Nicholson? The yeah, I said, yeah, Ben Nicholson. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, you did. Yeah. Sorry, ben Nicholson. Yeah. You know what? I got to mention uh, Matthew Carroll. Yes. And yes. John Ragusa when he was in the game. John Another Ragusa's excellent, right. excellent ball player yes, who's not a very big guy, but he plays bigger than his size. Without a doubt. His, 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 uh, his abilities belie his size. Looks like the game is over. They come the players back out into the field. Um, I believe not that. Sure what's going on, I believe but, that last meal was going was going to end the game, and it technically would be Lions ball. But normally we would just end the game. But it appears that they're going to come back out for one more play, as it appears. I'm not sure. As we have about four seconds remaining on the game clock. Wow. As they are, as officials are signaling for our clock controller to put 0.2 seconds on the clock, as they just informed officials that that is impossible. I don't know what to say, sir. I'm not sure if they've ever worked the clock with <laughs> officials, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's, I don't think it's possible to put 0.2 seconds either. I've never worked. I've never worked. I've never worked the clock. But from my understanding, I don't think that's possible. I don't think that's possible. I mean, we could just give them one second. It won't make a difference in this game, but let's just see. That's fu- that's funny. They actually want the whole point two seconds. That's just going to make a difference, but let's just see. Well, let's see. You know, yeah, we're just going to give them four seconds. We'll give them ten. It don't matter. No, no, no. no. <laughs> How much time do you need? They're up to right now, sir, so don't give them. <laughs> exactly. It's a two-score game. It doesn't matter at this point. Yes, sir. It's 21-12 is our score with four seconds. Unfortunately, remaining. <laughs> go, go with it. Go with it. There you go. If this was Madden, maybe. Well, I'm not sure. So it appears that they changed their mind and they're not going to do anything. So that's going to end our game. That's the conclusion of this ball game. Eagles victorious in this one by the score of 21 to 12. Yes, sir. Speaking of Madden, if you get a chance afterwards, yes, sir. We get a chance. We'll tell you. I'll share a Madden story with you, a real life Madden story with you. Uh, something the game did I'd never seen before. So we get a moment afterwards. <laughs> well, I'm a Madden player, so I definitely will have a moment. We do have to drive back uh, yes, to Prairie View, so we have nothing but time. Yes, and you sir. can definitely explain that story to me. But nonetheless, your Rose Hill Christian Eagles victorious in this one by the score of 21 to 12, and that's going to improve the Eagles' overall record to. Six and two on the year, and five and two in 
conference play and just a hard fought game by both sides of by both sides of the ball by both teams. Honestly, I mentioned the small numbers of the Lions in the second half, but that was going on in the first half as well. And Agreed. I didn't really notice it in the first half, but I saw it in that second half. Some just told me to just look at the sideline of a Logos Prep Academy, and I saw yeah, there's only about four other guys suited up. You had other guys, but none of them had on helmets and shoulder pads. Correct. And then the other 11 were in the ball game. Correct. So I, said, I was like, unbelievable. Well, what about the no, the no uh, give up and the fight they had, the Lions had tonight? I mean, they did not give up. They kept efforting, efforting, got two scores late in the game and made this game very interesting. And that just shows the heart that these guys have because when you're down 21-0, you can easily give it up, hang it up, and say, you know what, we came out, we played, we'll just try it again next week. But they did not do that. They did the opposite of that, and they ended up scoring not once but twice to make the score 21-12. Exactly right. They could have easily said, hey, we only have 15 guys playing. We're, you know, we're outnumbered. We're outsized. We're out whatever. But they played and continued playing and kept efforting and stuck their nose. Uh, in there and just got dirty and made his game very interesting. So, again, I hats off to the Lions and coaching staff for putting the fire and desire under these young men's uh, hearts to, to play into the whistle. Absolutely, absolutely. And play into the final whistle, should to I the fi- Literally, which, the final which, whistle, well, the final point two seconds. got you. <laughs> the final whistle, the final point two seconds of this game. They didn't want to leave no time on the clock. Yes, sir. But, again, <laughs> valiant effort by the uh, Lions. And, again, I mean – Nice, nice, interesting game. Uh, Rose Hill does uh, bring their record to five and two, six and two, six and two. Excuse me. But six and two on the year, five and two in conference play. I believe that's what you're referring to. I was trying. So five and two in conference play. Just to quickly catch you up to speed, the Eagles kick things off with a 25-yard touchdown run by Matthew Carroll in the first quarter. And then a block punt by Rose Hill in the back of the end zone to make the score Wait, fourteen to what, zero. What Rose Hill player was that, sir? We still don't. Know. We still don't know. I don't know who gets that. Uh, maybe they'll who got the maybe block. I don't know who recovered the ball. Maybe they'll go the back ball. on game film and try to and dissect that and see who gets. Because somebody got put on their highlight tape. That's all yes, I'm sir. saying. Yes, I tell you what, the players know. <laughs> the players themselves know. And we will go into halftime with the score fourteen to zero in favor of your Rose Hill Eagles. And then a forty-yard touchdown pass by the big man himself, Vontae Green early in the third quarter to make the score 21-0. to zero. And then the Lions would answer with a one-yard touchdown run by Jonah Guerrero after explosive and big plays by the quarterback, Ethan Morgan. Ethan Morgan, I got to share sir. Ethan Morgan was explosive this entire game. I know we mentioned what we predicted his yards to be. He probably finished the game with 107 yards, I would say. I mean, this is a young man uh, – very he was the heart and soul of this Lions offense. Exactly. exactly. He was definitely I mean, the heart and soul of this Lions offense. He was the engine that made it go. He I mean, definitely was. He definitely was. So after that one-yard touchdown run by Guerrero, makes the score 21-6 to in the fourth quarter. And then another 60-yard touchdown pass to Kyle Goosley in the fourth quarter late to make the score 21-12. And that will be your final score in this game. Eagles victorious body score of 21-12. to and just some quick updates around OBN Radio. Magnolia West leading Waller by the score of 23-14 to 14, that game at halftime. And Madisonville is leading Royal by the score of 51-0 to zero, that game at halftime as well. Your Rose Hill Eagles victorious by the score of 21-12. to 12. 
And the next time we'll be coming at you with our Eagles broadcast will be next week as Legacy as they'll be taking on Legacy Christian Academy and that game will be at home. I know you you were trying to say the address earlier, Mr. Cobb. I'm just gonna say Tom Ball, Texas, you can just uh put in your GPS of uh, Rose Hill Christian High School and it'll pop up. I believe it's one nine eight two zero now, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> well, nonetheless, the Rose Hill Eagles will be will be at home next week, taking on Legacy Christian Academy. You can catch all of that on OBN Radio Channel Six, and we'll be coming at you with our Blend broadcast tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes, sir. As the Blend Buccaneers will be taking on Northeastern Oklahoma A and M for their homecoming, yes, and that game is scheduled for three. PM. Yes, sir. We'll, we'll look forward to that broadcast. I'm going to try to wrangle up one of our winning Eagles if you want to continue, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. As the Eagles perform excellent in this ball game by the score of 21-12. to 12. As I mentioned before, the Eagles started out with some explosive, explosive plays in this ball game. And we saw this last week. That's one thing that the Rose Hill Christian Eagles are known for, starting off the game hot and explosive with a lot of momentum. They did that last week against Cypress Christian, or the Cypress Christian Warriors, and it's one thing that I sincerely hope would not happen is that they would kind of lay off a little bit. If you remember that last, that last game last week against the Warriors, the Eagles were explosive in the beginning. They started off strong. Then once they kind of got ahead, they kind of got lackadaisical, and they kind of got comfortable. And there's one thing I mentioned to Mr. Carl, they didn't respond. And that's one thing that the Warriors did do. They responded to the fact that they were down because they realized that not only that they're a top team in this conference, the Rose Hill Christian Eagles are a top team in this conference as well, and they answered the call. And if you are the Rose Hill Christian Eagles, you have to answer to the call that was answered to your call. I know that sounds kind of crazy. I kind of got tongue-tied here, <laughs> here just in a bit. But nonetheless, I was hoping that if the Rose Hill Christian Eagles got ahead in this ball game, as they did just that, that they weren't going to slack off, that they weren't going to give this team any kind of momentum because that's one thing that happens in the game of football. It's a game of momentum changes. Momentum swings back and forth throughout the duration of a football game. And just because you're up by a certain amount of points, that doesn't mean you can slack off. That doesn't mean you can take plays off. And that's one thing that I sincerely admire about this Rose Hill Christian team. And one of the guys I want to point out about that is the wide receiver, number 10, McCray Kelton. This young man, this junior to be exact, who also plays baseball for uh, the Rose Hill Christian Eagles, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, because I know Cash Kelso does as well. But this young man is unbelievable. Is unbelievable in terms of not taking plays off. He's a wide receiver. His job is to catch the ball, as some would say, his primary job. But also as a wide receiver, you have to be a decoy. You have to be able to block. You have to do all of those things in relation to the offense to make the offense successful. And one thing that McCray Kelton does best is he goes 110% on every single play because it doesn't get the ball every play. Because when you got guys like Matthew Carroll, Vontae Green, Hans and Merez, three running backs getting the ball that's going to touch the ball for 80% of the game, if you're McCray Kelton, you're not going to see the ball every play. So it's a wonder to know what are you going to do on the far side of the field 
when you're not getting the ball. He picks up blocks. He's a decor. He opens holes. He opens lanes for Matthew Carroll and Hans Ramirez to run on the outside. He does all the little things that makes this offense successful. But nonetheless, your Rose Hill Christian Eagles on top of this one, winning this one by the score of 21 to 12. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back, I believe, our player of the game for today's broadcast. We're going to see if we're going to be joined by a Rose Hill Christian Eagle or a coach. Our good fellow Kendall Cobb is getting that squared away in just a moment. Teams are kneeling down at the 50-yard line. But nonetheless, we're going to take a quick break and see if we can get one of our players or one of our coaches for our post-game report. Eagles winning this one 21-12. to And welcome back to Eagles football on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Long time no see. I feel like I was just talking to you guys. Andre Davis here with you. And we're going to kill more time here as we are waiting to get a player or a coach or anybody, uh, a bystander, a fan, anybody here to join me for our postgame report here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Just go some quick scores and updates for you going around through OBN Radio. Tumball Memorial leading Magnolia by the score of 21-20. to 20. That game is at halftime as Brenham is leading Willis by the score of 20-0. to 0. That game is at halftime as well as your Rose Hill Christian Eagles victorious in this one by the score of 21-12. to 12. And just to remind all of our listeners, if you would like to become a listening partner, visit our website at obnradio.com. We have been serving the community through faith and athletics since 2002. We are the voice of student athletics. You know, we provide a service for the community. And before we get off of this broadcast, we definitely have to thank our sponsors and supporters for today's broadcast, Hexar Comfort Solutions and Nieto Technology Partners, located at 22803 Shire Road, Cypress, Texas, 77433. Farmers Insurance Agency, located in Hempstead, Texas, they can be reached at 979-826-3026. You can ask for Latanya Chapel. Bush's Chicken, the best chicken in Brenham, Texas, and they can be reached at 979-836-1804. Burger, Fencing, Landscape, and more, they can be reached at 281-253-2923. 
Oh, and this is a big one. This is a big one. Mobius. I got the Mobius Cafe and Pizzeria. I ask for Henry and Barbara. They can be reached at 979-251-9955. And speaking of Mobius Pizza, the Open Mic Broadcast Network is going to do a coaching show at Mobius Pizza sometime next week, either on Monday or Tuesday, whenever we get that worked out. But once we get that worked out, we will give you a final update, a status on that, and you can join us at Mobius Pizza located in Brenham, Texas, or you can listen live at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. And it's going to be at Mobius Pizza. And, again, ask for Henry or Barbara. They can be reached at 979-251-9955. An auto check and auto repair located at 1539 Cypress Spring Drive in Spring, Texas. And this is a huge one for me, ladies and gentlemen, because from what I know, Steve will even pick up your vehicle and leave you with a 2016 Toyota while he diagnoses your problem. I mean, how excellent is that? So if anything is wrong with your car, you will not be carless. If you have a job, you have to go pick up your kids, anything you have to do, you will not be carless while Steve himself leaves you with a 2016 Toyota, and I don't know if it's a Toyota Camry or whatever it may be, but nonetheless, it's a Toyota. And Toyota, nonetheless, whatever it may be, they will leave you with a 2016 Toyota while Steve himself diagnoses your problem. And I have to save the best for last. The Temple of Refuge Ministries. They should have the dun-dun-dun after I say The Temple of Refuge Ministries located at 45372 Old Highway 290, Sunday morning services start at 9 a.m. Come down to Temple Refuge Ministries on Old 290 and hear an excellent, excellent, excellent word by the man himself, Dr. Mike Prince. Speaking of Dr. Mike Prince, who is the founder and creator of the Open Mic Broadcast Network. You know, I say we've been serving the community since 2002, and I say we, even though we as a group, it's really Mike himself who started this since 2002, the radio guy himself, the Prairie View and m University alumnus himself, Dr. Mike Prince, who I soon to be a part of that group, graduating in December. And it appears that we are joined by our guest here for our postgame report. It is number 56, Blake Clayton himself. Senior Blake Clayton. Senior Blake Clayton. The yeah. son of the Jimmy Clayton who's here doing the interview at halftime. So, Blake, welcome. This has been a, a very interesting game, great game. We called your name out more than one time. Great, great plays you were making. Thank Talk you. about what you, what you felt tonight. Well, first off, it was a little cold outside. <laughs> I'll say that. But honestly, um, I think our offensive line could have done a little bit better. I mean, overall, we played a good game, obviously. We uh, had a good win. Um, our team is out there standing in the middle of the field with the with another win, with the six and two. So I've I've got really nothing to complain about. Now you guys kind of got physical uh, in that second half uh, with the Lions. Is that something that you guys kind of drew up uh, in the locker room leading to this game, or as a player, is this something that just kind of 
comes with the territory when you're out there in the trenches and you're battling against an opponent? Well, it, it depends. I mean, um, when uh, when uh, obviously when we're not doing good in our in our first half, our coaches will tell us, "Hey, we need to we need to do something. We need to do something about this, and we need to uh, correct this, and we need to go back out there and be physical again." And usually, we listen to that when we come back out and we hit harder and we drive more. Now, one thing that I really admired about you guys, uh, Blake, is that you guys did not take your foot off the gas throughout the duration of this ball game. And that's one thing that I was really hoping would not happen. You guys got on top of the Lions early, 21-0, to and you kind of kept your foot on the gas, and you guys kept driving forward throughout the duration of this game. Yes, sir. I, I, I completely agree. Um, we could have done a little bit. I think I think, uh, I think think it was a little bit of, a, of an opposite uh, reaction uh, on defense because we let up a little bit there and uh, allowed two, two uh, scores. But, I mean, overall, I mean, yeah, we, we really didn't let our uh, let our foot off the gas. I mean, we, we played hard. Hey. Okay. Guys, I just wanted to jump in. Um, you know, first of all, great game. Like I said, we're calling your name, name throughout the game. Dad did interview at halftime. I'm happy to have you at the end of the game. <laughs> sir, you and I go way back to your freshman year. Yes, sir. So would you just talk about the transformation of Rose Hill football from your freshman year to now your senior year, a week away from senior night, and just what you uh, – just the, uh, the, the development of the program through these years? Well, honestly, I've got to hand it to Coach Lane. I mean, he's uh, – Freshman year, I really wanted to quit football because I I did not have the the will and the drive to be able to go through there. The first year that Coach Lane came through, he gave me a call before we even started spring practice. He gave me a call and asked me all these questions and tried to get to know me. And that that was the big difference between freshman and sophomore year, and then sophomores, junior, and then now. I mean, Coach Lane has just helped me through this and pushed us to to our limits, and then just a little bit past and learning our limits and. And obviously, you can see what he's done with this program. Well, I can I can tell you. I mean, I know firsthand the the summer program, all the the different things you guys do to prepare yourselves mentally and physically, and what you uh, it's all the games like this and seasons like this are are prepared for in the off season. And, and again, I, I agree with you, Coach Lane. I mean, what he's brought to the school has been wonderful, and I'm so glad to see guys like you who've gone from I didn't know you had interest in quitting freshman year, but has gone from that position to where you are now. You're playoff bound. You're coming up on senior night. I mean, you're you're in on a high note and you're having a lot of success. Now we mentioned your golfing skills, but you have tremendous <laughs> football skills as well, young man. Yeah. So you're doing it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it's one thing that I really want to point out, and I'm sure you can definitely elaborate on this as a player. It seems that Coach Lane, from the time I've been here, I know Mr. Cobb has been here a lot longer than me, but it seems that Coach Lane is not only a coach that just cares about excellent and old, it seemed like he really tries to develop you guys as young men, both on the field and off the field as well. Oh, definitely. I mean, um, yeah, he, he's involved in our lives on and off the field. I mean, on the field, he's our coach and we respect him, but off the field, we have fun with him. And uh, he's just, he's, he's always around us. I mean, no matter what, you see him in the lunchroom, he comes up, says hi, asks us how our day is going and what we're doing, if we need any help with any homework. I mean, he's just, he's, he makes time for us to spend time in our lives. A, on and off the field. It's just, it's amazing. I've never had a coach that's ever done that before. A true builder of men. Yeah, amen. Absolutely, right, absolutely. Right. So before we transition to your next uh, to your opponents for next week, what did you guys take away from the Lions in this game? Um, from the Lions, I mean, uh, they obviously had not a lot to, to lose. I mean, they, they, they didn't quit. Because we mentioned this in the broadcast booth that they only had about 15 players, only pretty much about 11 to 12. Going both ways and special teams. Yeah. Yes, sir. They didn't quit. I mean, they had they had physicality throughout the whole game. They didn't they didn't give up. I was up against 75 all night, 
Um, big boy. And he he was a big boy. I mean, he didn't he didn't give up. He drove me off the ball quite a few times. Thirty four. I uh, he was a lot faster than I am. And they they just didn't give up whatsoever. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Blake, you guys are returning home next week to take on Legacy. So, what is the game plan going into that ball game? The game plan? I can tell you the game plan for the offensive line. We're going to <laughs> because I'm obviously an offensive lineman. So, uh, for for the game plan, I mean, all we have to do is we've we've got to hit, we've got to drive three yards in the backfield. Three, three to four yards uh, a down. We've got a first down, and just keep on driving it down the throats. I mean, that's that's all we got to do. And you guys are doing that fairly well, from my observation up here in the broadcast booth, because you got guys like Vontae Green, Hans Ramirez, Matthew Carroll. You guys are seriously, seriously opening up the holes hole. for these guys. I know a lot of times the offensive line doesn't really get all the credit. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. limelight goes to the running backs <laughs> and the quarterbacks because they get the touchdowns and you know the celebration, and everything like that. But I want to take this opportunity to point out you and the offensive line for creating some explosive holes for these running backs. Yes, sir. I mean, uh, we we're in the trenches. That's our job. We're not supposed to get the credit. It's the, <laughs> no, no, hey, uh, it's, it's the pretty boys that get the credit. Total, total team effort. <laughs> hey, you're, you're a pretty boy for a big guy as well. So. Hey, let me ask you, hey, before you get off the air and we have Coach Lane on, um, I need to know this because we don't know this. Who blocked the punt and who scored? Because we, we couldn't see. That we could it was hard to end, though. We couldn't see. I'm pretty sure it was a it was a low it was a low punt first off, but um, I think uh, 62 Braden Cubs. I think really he blocked it. He, and who recovered? Hans. Wow, we can Hans tell. Hans <laughs> Okay, well, thank you, sir. That 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 satisfies my curiosity because we weren't sure. Yeah. Well, it was pretty good. Enough. It was pretty pretty. All awesome. right. Well, this has been Senior Blake Clayton. Mr. Everything. He golfs. He blocks. <laughs> he tackles. He, he, he gets uh, high SAT scores. He does it all. So, yeah. sir, uh, again. True definition of a student athlete. True student athlete. True Your dad was on earlier. He was thanking us for listening because he listens to OBN uh, when he's in Pennsylvania traveling around the country. He's here live with us. He was here earlier. He's here over my shoulder now. You're here now. Uh, great game. Glad to do the father-son thing with you yes, both. Sir. Yeah. Thank you very much, young man. Yes, I just got one more thing to say. It's it's not about the individual play. It's it's uh it's big team, little me. I'm a part of a bigger bigger picture. So that's Spoken all I got to say. Like a true two champion, champion, true champion. There's no, we can't say no more. No, sir. Can't say no more. No, sir. Yes, sir. And you know what? Let me just throw this. We're there. You know, Vontae Green said a similar line about two weeks ago. Really, big team. Yeah, we're at the interview. Say the exact same thing. So obviously, that's been ingrained, and you guys have bought into that, and it shows in your play. And you would go far, not just in football and life, but that mindset. Yes, sir. Absolutely. There you go. So thank you so much, Blake Clayton, for joining us for our post game report. Before we wrap up, we're going to get our coach, the man of the hour, <laughs> head coach Bruce Lane. I want to give up my headset, sir. <laughs> for our post game report. And before we get started, uh, Coach, I just want to quickly let you know that Dr. Mike Prince is listening, and he wanted me to let you know that he is truly thankful and blessed to have Rose Hill Christian Eagles Athletics to be a part of our networking program. Well, we're we're blessed to have you guys come out and cover us, and, you know, it provides a great service for our fans who can't get out and travel or uh, like Mr. Clayton and others, uh, parents and grandparents who are out of town, it certainly gives them the opportunity to to kind of get the feel of of Friday night football and also keep up with their their sons and their grandkids. So 
we just appreciate the job you guys do, and it's a, it's a true blessing for us. We are joined by head coach Bruce Lane of your Rose Hill Christian Eagles as they are victorious in this ball game by the score of 21-12. to 12. Now, Coach, before we get into X's and O's, one thing I really want to mention here for our postgame report, as I said before, this is my first time broadcasting for Rose Hill, but one thing that I've noticed that's been mentioned by Mike, Dr. Mike Prince, by Kendall Cobb, and just by everybody else is just your impact that you have on these players, both on and off the field. Talk about that for us. Well, probably, though, if you polled the officials, they probably wouldn't give you the same uh, response. <laughs> uh, but those are some, some awfully nice things that they've said. Uh, but, you know, this is this is a calling. It's a ministry that, uh, you know, 38 years ago when we entered into it, we didn't know what to expect. And God's really blessed us in being in some fine schools, communities, and, and being around some great kids like Blake and the others on our football team. And, and it really is about uh, building uh, young men that are going to be, I can't tell you, you know, a lot of folks will look at the win-loss record and say, man, you're having a great year. And the only response I can give you is, uh, and probably you'll have to ask somebody else in 20 years because I probably won't be around, but <laughs> 15, 20 years from now is when you really look at the market that uh, has been made on, on young people when they're, when they're husbands and fathers and business owners and employees and the kind of uh, – job that they do and how they care for their family that'll really uh gauge the success of of our program but we're you know awfully proud of where this program has come in uh three short years um i guess that's 16 wins in three years and that's for some programs that's a year you know but from where our program was to where it's uh where it's at right now and where it's headed uh you know we're just appreciative and it's a lot of sacrifice from uh, a senior class three years ago that came in and, and had a different coach for their senior year, and they could have just said, "Nah, we're not doing this." But they really bought in and laid a solid foundation. And then, you know, Blake and and his group that have been here for three years now, uh, just continuing to do the things that you ask them to do. And I read an interesting article today that uh, the young generation sometimes take uh, coaching or correction as criticism, Mm -hmm. and that's not what it's meant to be. And um, I think our kids buy into uh, what we've asked them to do, which is work hard, which is uh, love one another and uh, just be committed. And and they've done those things, and I think it has really – you know, been evident on on Friday nights this fall. Now, speaking of buying into a coach, as you just uh, pointed out, you know, unfortunately they can't do that, in my opinion, without the leadership of the coaching staff and guys like you to lead them on to be able to do that. Well, one of the things that we've been blessed is our athletic director, Steve Krantz, and uh, our head of school, Dean Unsicker, and uh, Marshall Priest, and our high school principal, uh, Lauren Dial. They have all been very supportive and you know, I, I'm a little old school, so uh, and you know, holding an accountability is a big thing for me. And uh, in this generation, sometimes people don't like to be held accountable. Absolutely. Uh, but you know, the last time I read 
uh, that book where they have some letters in red. We're going to be all <laughs> we're all going to be held accountable whether we really like it or not. And uh, that's true. I, I think that's uh, you know just part of the deal. So, um, but you know it's gratifying to see your kids accomplish something. We still have two ball games remaining, and yes, we've sir. already tied the the best record in school history. And uh, you know we're a little banged up right now, so we need to get some people healthy and and. Uh, be a little bit more focused you know there's no such thing as an ugly win uh, obviously we would like to have played a little bit better I think we did we just didn't you know if you edit it out it's going to look a lot better than it than it actually was but overall I think uh, you know we're really uh, really pleased to be where we are at this point in the season absolutely and I'm definitely pleased with the way that you guys uh, performed and you talked about uh, holding your guys accountable. You know, we're sitting next to the prime example of a student athlete here right before our eyes, that being Blake Clayton. So how do you get guys like Clayton to step up and be leaders for the rest of the ball club in big games like this? Well I just think it's a process. It's 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 not something that happens overnight. It is a process and you know, hard work is part of that equation. Um, as we talked about, and you know, it, it's a journey, mm-hmm. and uh, this is part of the journey, and uh, that's the fun part of it. Seeing these young men just continue to uh, mature and become really good, good football players, but more than that, see them become really good leaders in our school and in the community. Absolutely, absolutely. That's one thing that I really admire about you guys because it's not just about you guys just don't focus on X's and O's and what's out there on the field. To you guys, there's a bigger picture than that. Yeah, there is, and and I think that you have to keep it in perspective. Uh, And obviously, you know, this is the way I fed my family every meal for the last 38 years. So obviously, um, it's it's a profession that I'm in, but it's also as I said, a ministry and uh, something that I really don't feel like I've ever worked a day in my life. It's just something that I enjoy doing. Uh, and if you can find something in life that, that that's what you can go to work every day or clock in every day and you don't feel like you're really working, uh, then I think you've found uh, something that'll make you, that'll satisfy you, that's rewarding and uh you know, not only the wins on the scoreboard, but the young men that have accepted Christ absolutely uh, through the years. Absolutely. And as I've gotten older, I've been taught the same thing, that if you can find something to truly love and enjoy, you won't work a day in your life. I definitely, definitely, definitely understand that. We are joined by Head Coach Bruce Lane of the Rose Hill Christian Eagles, victorious in this game by the score of 21-12. And, Coach, you guys are facing Legacy Christian Academy. Next week, you guys are returning home. What can we expect from the Rose Hill Eagles in that ball game? Well, uh, one of the things we talked to our kids about it after the game was that next week was about our seniors uh, in terms of the only thing we can guarantee is that that could be their last uh, game on that field. And, you know, four years ago that thought, it, you know, the thought was, wow, this is going to be a long journey and the journey is yes, closing in on us. The destination is there. And that's one of the things that we I really challenged our seniors, at least I hope I challenged them, to understand that next week um, they need to step up and and uh, show the other kids what it's like to be a senior on on senior night. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And I can go ahead and say right now, that's one thing that I definitely can attest to because I once there, I was definitely in your shoes, uh, young man, and it comes, it's going to come, you know, whether you, whether you like it or not, you know, it's going to come, you know, it's something that you, you try to mentally prepare for, but sometimes you just can't, you still have to go out there and play the game and then just hope for the best. But I have no doubt in my mind that you guys are going to go out there and you're going to give it your all, win, lose, or draw, because one thing that I see you guys do on a consistent basis. So I definitely want to thank you guys for joining us for our post-game report for Blake, Blake Clayton, for the head coach himself, Bruce Lane. Thank you all so much for joining us thank you so for much. our post-game report. As Rose Hill Christian Eagles are victorious in this ballgame, we're 21 to 12, and they will be in action next week taking on Legacy Christian Academy. It will be a home game, and you can catch all of that action on OBN Radio Channel 6 by yours truly, Andre Davis, and the man himself, Mr. Kendall Cobb. As we were just recently joined by the head coach and the big offensive lineman himself, Blake Clayton, as Mr. Cobb himself is going to rejoin us to give his final words. I'm going to let him have the final words for our post-game report. Yes, sir. Hey, great game. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for the interview. Mr. Andre Davis always puts it down well. Thank you, <laughs> sir. We're going to get out of here. Absolutely, absolutely. We will get out of here. Thank you all so much for listening to today's broadcast. For Dr. Mike Prince himself, Mr. Kendall Cobb, for the listeners, I am Andre Davis. Thank you all so much for tuning in. This has been an Eagles football broadcast, and we will see you next time.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.